0: Nooner. 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 It's new. Let's do Nooner.
1: I forgot how short that one is. Uh, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host, my name is Marty.
2: I'm a host, my name is Mickey.
1: Hi, Mickey. Hi Marty, how are you? Alright. I think our stream is a little low. Um, oh, I don't know why that is, but um, I'll choke up on the on the bat here. Oh, thanks. That yeah. That sounds creepy. Uh, <laughs> Cassandra's stuck in traffic right now. She's on her way, um, and we haven't we haven't talked about, I mean specifically, uh, about Trump in a while. And given that we're on day one hundred and two, feels like um, day one million and two. Yeah. Uh, let's just you know take a deep dive into the first few months of President Pumpkinhead 12 days after Halloween when it gets all rotted and saggy's <laughs> term in office. That's such a visceral
2: description. Oh,
1: but so accurate, right? Right, right. Um, He's melting. I'm not going to get into all the times when uh, campaign Trump promised he would fix health care, end to lower taxes, defeat ISIS, leave NATO and build that stupid wall in the first 100 days because... You know, uh, it was uh, quote unquote all so easy. It's gonna be so easy, um, and then mix that with the sound bites of him saying, "Who knew it would be so hard?" You know, <laughs> I mean, I'd like the, you can just watch the um, late night hosts just do such a great job of hearing him <laughs> on that, and I mean, it is grossly satisfying, and it's that is my pornography is just mm-hmm. watching Seth Meyers, you know. Um, do you do you watch any of that stuff or I mean, uh, n-
2: not? Really, I know Colbert is like really killing yeah, it right now. Yeah. Are all, I just I haven't. I ha- you know I haven't what? Had time it,
1: it, it's it is. Uh, it, it's not really good for you. Like I said, it's just yeah. like this empty pleasure. You know, this Schadenfreude. And yeah. uh, but
2: but it's so. It, it is definitely it's so there. Where it's just like know. oh, he said all this shit and now look at him and this it, this motherfucker. It is <laughs> some
1: vindication. And then you know, then he's like. On the record, in the past just few days of saying how he wants to meet with Kim Jong-un, calling him a smart cookie, and that's because he had the brains to murder his political rivals, including his his half-brother and his uncle. Well, he,
2: Trump historically admires that about people.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he invited the president of the Philippines to join him at the White House. Uh, another murderer who has jailed tens of thousands of political opponents and bragged about throwing others out of helicopters... And then later saying it was just a joke. Right, right, of course. But but like, yeah, killing low-level drug, executing low-level drug offenders. Um, And then uh, Trump has also called to congratulate the president of Turkey for winning dictatorial powers. And like... I, I think that he's really envious of these, these leaders, you know, and the Putins of well, the Well, sure, who
2: wouldn't be? I mean, he's who can go around saying, oh, I would just want to murder everyone right. and do whatever I want? And I mean, he can say that, but obviously he can't do it yet. The
1: best he has is the little red button that he presses and a guy brings in a, a Coke. Right, know, exactly. Which, or a Pepsi. No, it's a Coke. <laughs> oh, it, it's a Coke. It, this is an actual button he has oh, God, in no. the White House, in the Oval Office. And <laughs> people are... I mean, it's really scary. Like he's like, I'm gonna pretend it's the missiles, but I'm also thirsty. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think he would love to to have to rule purely for the sake of feeding his own ego, without any sort of empathy or concern for civil rights. And you know, and he's trying to do it by bad mouthing the press and surrounding himself by people who uh, are loyal as opposed to competent, which is what dictators do. You know? right. That's how you. That's how you get power. That's how you stay in power. Um, And, like, it's crazy thing. Okay, John Legend, of all people, described Trump the best. He said he's manifestly unqualified, not curious, not good at legislating, or really anything the job requires. He doesn't have any depth about any subject, and he's also using the office of the presidency as a way to make money for himself uh, with his businesses. So he's corrupt. I can't say anything nice about the guy. I think he's one of the worst people I've ever encountered in public life. Nice. I mean, that that is a summation of
2: who he is. No, I mean it's very, very succinct, and it's John Legend. So I kind of want him to make that into a song.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> and by the way, it's uh, probably the only time I will ever quote John Legend. But I mean, I, I, I like John Legend, but yeah, I'm sure. you know, not into his music or anything. But um, but it is. Uh, Really accurate that he and, and I really don't believe he ever expected to be president. Um, yeah,
2: no, he's he's obviously so uncomfortable with with everything going on around him. I mean, the yeah, I read this article about his relationship with uh, Mar-a-la- Mar-a-Lago. Sure, okay, yeah. I've never actually set, heard it said. Uh huh. <laughs> but um, and like how it's the reason he keeps going back there is because it's the only zone that he feels comfortable in, right. according to his staff. So it's like he's so uncomfortable with everything happening around him and to him that he has to keep going back to do stuff at his house. Right. It's like the guy that can only shit
1: in his college dorm or whatever. Um, did you close the door all the way? I just realized that if Sandra comes, she's not going to be able to get oh, in. Okay, I you might just crack have. the door? Yeah, let me do that. Right. Quick. Um But, yeah, I I've just know that he's spending every day just like, why did I do this? Is Is... <laughs> I mean, I love the attention, but who knew that there would be so much work that i 'd have to do right and uh, but I think that we have to find, and this is what I wanted to talk about of like what is a positive about this, the situation we 're in? Um, one thing is that we have a Republican who can't get anything done legislatively and and with a Republican congress, yeah and and he's he's we've the opposition has pretty much worked. I
2: mean, it's yeah. he's done bad shit, like yeah, the but the, he's yeah. he's still. I mean, we've been there. It feels like at every turn with something,
1: right, right.
2: It's good. It feels like we're still at least equal footing.
1: Yeah. So in in that sense, it's sort of uh, polarized um, progressives and and Democrats into opposing him vocally, and and also it's created splits within the Republican Party, which is why health care hasn't passed. Um, and the other thing is, I don't think that... Um, I think having him in power as... A, you know, people are like, impeach the motherfucker already, which mm-hmm. is a great campaign. <laughs> um, that's uh, Dan Savage started, and you can get all sorts of uh, swag and that goes to Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. If you go to... Uh, what? I-T-M-F... A whatever. A Yeah, <laughs> itmfa uh, dot org or com or whatever. One um, what of the dots. One dot of the dots. Yeah. Dot um, TV and, <laughs> um, but I think impe- impeaching him would put in a. Republican sort of uh, party liner and then all of a sudden you're going to see a lot more unity in the Republican Party.
2: Right. And I mean like the point has always been like if we impeach Trump you just get Pence. Which is worse. Which is yeah. Yeah. It's
1: worse in a lot of ways because
2: he he knows, I feel like he knows what he wants whereas Trump is at least kind of incompetent. Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Or or can, yeah, well you can talk him, he'll have three different sides to an issue in one hour you know. Right. And yeah. And having Somebody who actually has uh, uh, an ideology like um, Pence, or the person after that, right. who's next in line would be Paul Ryan, which is oh. even, it was just also bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the and also the other thing is that we have a president who, like he, sort of campaigned on the idea that politics is is corrupt and uh, you drain the swamp, and you know we just need somebody who's uh, going to just get things done a doer uh, somebody who has can accomplish things and negotiate and be like a real world person in this sort of fake bullshit bureaucracy that's out there um, and it just shows that it's complicated and and for all these numb nuts who are like yeah get her done like what's you know we just need somebody who can get shit done right in the I don't know why he has a southern accent, but...
2: uh, (laughs) It is sort of satisfying in that way, though, where it's like all the people that have ever said, like, I don't understand why
1: these politicians don't just do Do, the thing. Right, yeah. It's like, well... We just need a president with balls. Right. And then you get this... With supposed balls. With supposed balls in there, who's kind of cowardly, and never takes responsibility for any mistake, but takes responsibility, takes credit for every positive thing right uh, whether it has to do with him or not and you like it just shows you okay this shit is hard right and we the these problems that we come up against are nuanced and i don't know if it's going to change any any trump supporters they're probably still going to say well it's congress that's stopping him from doing shit but for those people who there's a there's a gray area of people Who can be Can learn something from this experience Well, yeah and Well, it's
2: like they, People were looking at it like Oh, he just needs to go out there and, and build a birdhouse in the yard But then he found out When he got out there That it was raining And there were people Throwing shit at him While he was trying to build the birdhouse Right, right And all of his tools Were made of rubber Right, right <laughs> It's just like
1: Oh, yeah, like uh, being like, listening to Mozart and it's like, how, how hard that can that be? Just give me a keyboard. Right, you know? exactly. and let, me, your, let me
2: riff this out real get quick. Getting your
1: Casio and being like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they're black keys, too. <laughs> I, I don't... How do I work with... I, I thought they were all white. There's, there's a C-sharp? Yeah. <laughs> and there are those people who... Like, basically, these traditional conservatives who want things the way they were. And the way things were, were that you... The people in the white men in power ignored everybody else and, yeah and so women just stayed in their place, and there weren't any minorities uh or you you <laughs> the, you you enslave them right and don't there give weren't them, any
2: that you you saw or had to hear from ever right,
1: and then you don't give them the vote, and then don't give women the vote. And then no problem, you know. Okay, that that's a simpler time. And then um, all businesses are run by those same white males. And then when you get actually embrace the the spirit of the Constitution about all men are created equal, uh, then you get into like the, the nuances and the complications of, right. of of a of a very large uh, society, a large country with a bunch of different people and different religions. And and that is what the simpleton is having to deal with now. Yeah.
2: Well, and, it's a, yeah, you have to go and manage all these hundreds of millions of people when you're a guy that, again, couldn't really do the
1: thing that he said he could do in the first place. Right. Right. So it's... it's I mean, really, his the biggest success, uh, which... Um, Darren pointed out his brand was getting publicity. His biz- biz- biggest success was being a game show host and a personality. Right. Like, he wasn't necessarily a hugely successful um, real estate mogul. His uh, so many of his ventures lost money, but as a brand, that's that's what he does, and that is not a way to govern. Right. Um, but so if we can look forward to anything, is just knowing. Just have this be a uh, a learning experience, you know, <laughs> as for us as a country of like, oh government is hard.
2: Yeah, everyone knows now it's really hard to do the thing. Right. We can all chill and like just elect normal people from now on. Right,
1: right. And and appreciate that there are no like like I was said last week or the week before, like no any time you have a change someone's gonna get fucked. And and so I think the biggest job of a president is to steer the country in a way that's morally right in a way that fucks the fewest people over. Right. So um, not happening this four years, but
2: well, we'll see. I, who do, I mean, like at this point I feel like he could do fucking anything. Like what
1: if like in two years he's turned completely and he's like, a, he's, right. he's gone the right way. Right. Like. Right. I mean, that would be, I would be fine with that. I honestly don't have a problem with that. But, I mean, I I just want what's good for the country. No,
2: I'm holding out hope, but I don't necessarily believe that it will happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, anyhow. Uh, You weren't here last week, right? I was not. Why? I was absent. I was ill. I had an illness. Are you better? I am better. I am much better. Thank Uh you.
1: Well, you, you seem
2: better. It was a reaction to dealing with three days or four days of busyness with kevin hart coming to flappers
1: oh yeah how was that it was fun it
2: was it was insane and very he, he busy was there
1: four nights in a row he
2: was there or he was there three nights in a row and then like the fourth i was just still at flappers and still working even though my body was like shut down Uh huh. Uh-huh. um yeah, there. Uh, he, the last night he was there, we had like a bunch of famous people. Like Ti came, uh-huh. and uh, I got to not know who he was at the door, like an idiot. Well, I wouldn't know who Ti. Is. Well, here's the thing. I was like, "Oh, hey man, how are you?" He was like, "Oh, good." And then I was like watching the door hardcore. And then he told me he was on Kevin's list, so I was like, "Let me get your name." And he said, "Okay, Ti." And I said, "Ti what?" <laughs> <laughs> Like he was going to say T.I. Mothi or T. I. <laughs> <T. I>. Mothi. <laughs> <laughs> or some shit. It was not my pride cuz he goes uh just TI and I was like, "Oh, right."
1: Like, "Oh." oh, oh. Uh, did you did you apologize to him? <laughs> no,
2: I think I just said, "Oh, yeah,"
1: and then let him through. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I. I think one of my other coworkers came and bailed me out at that point. It was not my proudest not my proudest celebrity encounter, everyone.
1: You should have just called them Clifford. Yeah, yeah I Or he like, should have said
2: Clifford. I would. I should. Oh, Clifford. My bad. I. Yeah. Sh- I knew you when you were uh, uh, by your real name. Do you
1: know any Ti songs? I don't think I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know music. Who else was there that?
2: Um a lot of like people's kid like there were people kept being like oh so and so's kid but I don't rem- they all just kind of washed over me cuz it was like well the real famous person
1: isn't here it's just the offspring <laughs> right. it's just the progeny of it yes tiffany Trump. Um.
2: right right exactly
1: <laughs> so and was it just was it completely packed oh insane? it was it was crazy
2: no i mean like he, we sold out of everything like uh, the instant that uh stuff went online so like the second that it went up everything sold out and like our servers crashed the first day it was it was
1: nuts uh um hey kruger hey what i miss um you know exactly what you missed you know, what did i miss we, we were just talking about
3: <laughs> wait 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 let me guess let me guess let me guess uh trump sucks hey oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay uh, okay close. okay and uh, then, uh korea north korea maybe uh sure sure okay We haven't Fi- about korea. fire festival yet no, uh, uh, no no we're getting there getting there oh uh, okay all right i'll call back okay
1: <laughs> um Oh yeah, no, we're done with that. We were talking about how, how, how talking about fucking Trump. How Mickey uh, was at the door and this guy said, uh, "My name's uh, T.I." And then he said, "What T.I. What?" The Rubber Band uh. Man. And he said, "Like T.I. Mothi? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say T.I. Mothi at the time. But I wish you had.
2: But that I sh- would have been. That was so what I was. I was great. like, "Oh, you're spelling your name for me. Thank you."
3: Um, uh, to, to be fair, I had the same experience or a similar experience with TI.
1: Yeah, you should have headphones on. Oh, oh well. No, there. Um, hold on just I don't second.
4: want to fucking hear it.
1: We're doing a. I don't want
4: to little, hear a, a a podcast podcast it. What did you have? Steve, repeat what you just said. Do,
3: do. I oh, had a I similar experience it. with TI. Oh, yeah? What happened? I was at a sneaker store in downtown Los Angeles and it was packed with people. And um, I grabbed a sneaker and looked at a guy who I think went in the back, you know, like he was going to get sneakers, too. So I assumed he worked there. And I said, do you have these in a nine and a half? And he said, no, man, I don't work here. And then he walked away. And then I realized he was being filmed by... A small camera crew, and he was signing autographs, and it was it was Ti. Oh man! So he's used to it. Then we've he, all messed he, up with Ti.
1: He's used to like non uh, just pasty white guys being like, uh, "All right, can I get this?" In a no, uh, <laughs> um Are you? How's your your shoe fetish going? Me? Who else has a shoe <laughs> fetish? Nobody else has a shoe fetish here except for you.
3: uh it's gone good. Yeah. Ba- I, when I was back in LA, some kid followed me all the way to the bathroom to compliment my current sneakers. So that makes you feel that good. He was not interested in your sneakers at all when he went when he joined you in that <laughs> stall. Well, yeah, he did put his hand on my pants, but he was talking about my Reverse Low Sharks, which are pretty tight. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are really
1: nice, man. Also, yeah. don't notice my caress of your thigh. Yeah. So, Fire Festival. I have never been more tickled when I first heard about
3: this business. Uh, Steve, what was the fire Festival? I believe it was a music festival on a private Bahamian island.
4: The island of Exumas.
3: Exumas? Exumas
4: and the Caribbean.
3: And
1: afterwards they were saying Exumas from this island. Um,
4: <laughs> I actually brought someone who was at the festival. Oh, really? Did you not see my guest?
1: No, I, I didn't. I thought... I, I, oh,
4: Hi. He,
1: um, Hey. <laughs> How'd you survive the... the I'm,
4: I can't, I'm not, maybe someone should explain it before I start talking okay. about
1: it. So uh, there was this young 25-year-old sort of promoter who uh, teamed up with Ja Rule. Um, ja
4: Rule, he, you may remember him from... What's my motherfucking name? R-U-L-E.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Thank, Thank you for, you. for yeah, explaining
2: yeah. that. We and teamed
4: up with Ashanti a lot and had an infamous um, feud with 50 Cent.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. And Go uh- on. Basi- okay, so basically on this... I'm sorry, what was the island name again? Exumas. On Exumas, it's uh, sort of this... Uh, Desolate island with filled with like stray feral dogs. Um, Sweet, yeah. That they uh, feral ha- pigs and feral pigs. Oh, and they would have this big, huge music festival with Blink One Eighty Two and ja Rule.
4: I was so excited to see these retro bands.
1: And w- w- which Instagram did did uh, you cue you to the uh, the festival? because like, it was heavily promoted.
4: I follow a lot of influencers.
1: Uh huh. Uh, so,
4: a few of them?
1: <laughs> so, this island used to be owned by Pablo Escobar.
4: So cool.
1: And uh, they. He
4: was a drug lord.
1: Yeah. Attendees paid anywhere from. Did you Narcos? Like, uh, no. It's about him. Oh.
4: On Netflix. What's
1: your name again? Mine? Yes.
4: My name's Morgan, but on Instagram, I'm at Moonchild1994.
1: Oh, is that the year you were born? I
4: was born in 96, but that was taken.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's
2: unfortunate.
1: I hate it when that happens. Yeah. So people paid... I'm
4: 21 years old.
1: And like anywhere from... I think, yeah. I think a couple thousand dollars to up to like $250,000 for the VIP backstage tickets to attend this weekend festival. And uh, they arrive there and the whole place was um just in shambles like the uh, people were the in, the guest accommodations were basically these these uh, disaster relief tents uh the caterer who had uh was supposed to be like this high-end catering thing they dropped out a month earlier and so all that was there for them was like lettuce like sliced bread and sliced cheese it's
4: fucking salad it's- with no dressing, like the fuck am I supposed to do with that?
1: E- eat it, I guess.
2: Eat it? <laughs> now, Morgan, what kind of cheese was it though? If it was like nice che-
4: fucking American cheese, oh wow, a fucking it, American cheese and exhumus. I was expecting Caribbean cheese,
2: right? Like exhumus cheese,
4: yeah. Maybe they
2: milk the feral pigs and get you their cheese. You milk a
4: fucking pig. You can't, I think well, you can. I think you
2: can, they do have nipples no as established by meet the parents i think anything with nipples can be <laughs> what
4: the fuck is that movie
2: that's a
1: before your time morgan i'm is sorry Is that a movie, morgan what uh yeah you you seem to know uh, that it was a movie. anyhow yeah so blink 182 ben they Stiller. Pull, they pulled out at the last moment and
3: so wait they got a, they got a better gig uh, uh the better gig was not going <laughs> the better gig is not to be at <laughs> fire festival just we're playing staying at home yeah
1: <laughs> Staying at... Uh, playing their backyard. <laughs> is it Travis? Is that one of the members? Yes, yes. Travis. Uh, He's the
4: drummer. Being
1: at his house and just playing video games was he a He almost died
4: on a plane.
1: That he did.
4: too. also. Because um, I almost died on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah, Exumas.
1: Oh, really? Was it a simple? Yeah, so these people were stranded there because there, were no, there was no way out.
4: My fucking service sucked so bad. There was nowhere to chill any sort of alcohol or champagne. And um, my snaps weren't posting, <laughs> and like fucking. I That's that It's like, be, so, been so hard. Like for like you. We, we were staying w- in these ugly fucking domes, <laughs> and like. It was like, there's nowhere cute to take a picture. And, like, fucking, the fucking stupid, like, waters were filled with sharks. And
1: <laughs> and, and pigs, too, swimming pigs. No, there's,
4: like, pigs on the beach. Yeah, and I'm, like, that, talking you're about. She's not
1: safe like, anywhere.
4: I'm not talking about, like, cops or fat bitches, everybody. I'm talking about, like, fucking pigs.
1: Okay, that is not nice. Um, what? We, that's disrespectful. I'm
4: 21, so, would you expect well, see, anything I less for me?
1: That is why I. Derived a lot of p- pleasure from, yeah, and it's bad. You pleasure? You
4: know? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, you had the uh, Renaissance Morgan, pleasure fair from this.
1: That was the weekend before, but the. I, oh. I, I see that you've made it back safely. You look, you look very. Thank fine. you. I know. Um, I
4: had to wake up early to contour.
1: And. Uh, <laughs> that
4: was another thing. I couldn't even put a makeup there because there was no mirror.
1: Mm. So, Steve, do you think that this was a case of fraud or just like a 25-year-old with like a sort of Trumpian view of the world of how hard can it be to put on a festival?
3: Yes. (laughs) I just just Googled it because I don't really care. But um, I mean, I care about our guests, but I don't really care about people going to an island. But it was all sold off of a pitch deck. Which has been leaked to yes. the intertubes, and it's it's worth a Google.
1: Yeah, you can. It's on uh, Vanity Fair, I think. Um, which
3: pitch deck? Yeah. Oh god!
1: Explain to everybody what a pitch deck is.
3: Me? Yeah, you're the one who's mentioned it, brought it up. Well, it's it's uh, in, instead of explaining what you're trying to sell to someone, you just take a bunch of existing photos and you put words over it. Musicians, and, athletes, and, models, yes. influencers.
4: So, it's like taking a deck of cards and being like, I have hearts, spades, and diamonds. Oh, (laughs) I understand.
3: Yeah, it's it's, it's like... Oh, and you ask a lot of questions like this slide that says, what if we reimagined what it means to attend a music festival? That's a really good question. They just didn't answer it.
4: What if we did? You know, they <laughs> did give us the severance package where they gave us all VIP wristbands for next year in apologies. And I just want to say something. Do you have a big listener base? Like, is John Rule maybe listening? Yeah,
1: absolutely he's listening. Okay. He, he mails a lot. I just never get around to reading them because we get so jammed in the I mail. feel
4: like his email address is with AOL. I don't know why. Um, so, hey, John ja Rule, It's me, Morgan. At Moonchild, 1984 Um, I just want to say thank you so much for apologizing. Even though in your apology you made it very clear that none of this is your Not fault. Not my fault. Excuse me.
2: That was I was reading. that was jo- Jawrule was speaking through. Jawrule jo- no doesn't Bray- sound
4: <laughs> like that. Jawrule jo- <laughs> said so the what's my motherfucking name? <laughs> Anyways, um. Thank you so much for apologizing. You made it so clear that none of this was your fault, but you're just willing to apologize to make everyone feel better. And I just want to say that's so fucking brave. Yeah, that's the truest
2: form of apology right there.
4: Yeah, this is so like... Trumpian. Yeah, when you can apologize, even though you know it's not your fault, and you make sure everyone knows it's not your fault, but you're apologizing anyways. Like, people love that.
1: So you want to... According to the uh, Fire Festival, you want to understand brand goals, ideate, conceptualize. Wait, 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 wait. And... What's, wait, I'm not done yet. I'm not done the, yet. What does ideate mean? I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to execute.
2: Ideate means it gets a bunch of idiots. Yeah.
3: Um, dumb, dumb people thinking? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, do, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate not, not that. Not right
3: now, Morgan. You're okay. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So,
1: Billy McFarland, thank you. And... Uh, oh, Mar- Morgan, you, so you accept the apology? So you're not going to join the hundred million dollar lawsuit that's being filed against Billy McFarland and oh, ja Rule? Oh, fucking
4: hell, yeah! I'm going to sue. Are you kidding me? My parents are pissed. They spent so much money for my ticket, and I just wanted to go to Exumas and hang out with models and like, you know, swim in swim in that like abandoned plane that like must have crashed in the ocean. Or whatever is like there that I saw from the promo videos. Do we, do we know what a man is?
1: Yeah, it's like
4: a
2: old.
1: Just when you thought she couldn't get any higher in yeah. her voice, just you reach it a little bit more. That's
2: when great. you're uncertain about things, Morgan. I'm a Morgan. singer. No. Oh, I really?
1: Can, really? I, I thought you were a model.
4: Oh, my God. Uh, people tell me that all the time. I was approached in a mall, but I'm 21, so I'm too old. Oh, to be a model. No. 21 is too old that, to be a model.
1: That's a little sad, isn't it? Uh, have you guys been, Cassandra? Have you been to a music festival? Are you,
4: uh, I used to go to Warp Tour a lot,
1: of course. You did that's pretty cool. Is that is so cute, <laughs> pretty cool.
4: But I also, I like maybe my last time at Warp Tour, I kind of had a moment of like, um, I hate being hot, I hate crowds. I hate music. Um, I <laughs> t- hate feeling dirty. I hate paying a lot of money that I don't have for water. So I don't think I'm ever going to come back to this anymore. And I haven't been to music festivals since.
1: And th- that feels good, right? Liberating.
4: Fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't see the fucking point. I don't, I'm telling you that none of those things were lies. I don't like getting sunburned. Yeah. I don't like people touching crowds. you like
2: inappropriately yeah i don't like um
4: that's i don't I like young people <laughs> like the car ride over here with morgan was torture mm-hmm. that's not nice at all i don't like young people yeah they're yeah. annoying it's, yeah no i i can't say that sorry if you're a young listener you're probably not though um <laughs>
1: most, <laughs> only all the oldsters listen to most this young people podcast. that
4: i talk to don't even know who kevin smith is uh, Make another movie, bro.
1: Be Le-
2: yoga hosers. That was a hit with the youths. Uh, with the youths. With the youths. Kevin Smith was in the Was
4: it a hit with anybody?
2: It was Oh. I think this might be a different I think somebody else just you walked think through the door. it
4: might be someone else? Well, well we I didn't want to
1: see you. I didn't want to give it away for yeah. the audience. They Kruger,
2: they you?
4: should know my voice by now. It doesn't sound like anybody else's voice.
1: <laughs> Kruger, you're glad that you're not here because queer is known to to bouts of violence right it's oh no specifically yeah. yeah um
4: where do you live he, he <laughs> what lives the in
1: texas texas yeah. oh gross <laughs> it's too far for you queer too hot yeah um
4: too many um, go on what do you call it um H- hipsters republicans
1: republicans well he's uh, in austin
4: Oh cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> too
1: many hips. You could then.
2: airdrop right into Austin if you wanted to go stab yeah. him real quick.
4: Yeah, because I'm a big power shooting fan. Well, I don't
1: know what you like.
4: I don't like skydiving. Okay,
3: well.
1: Steve, did you ever go to music
3: festivals? Wait, did you just make a stabbing joke about Austin? Oh. Oh, too soon. Too soon.
4: Did somebody get stabbed in Austin?
3: <laughs> yes. Yesterday. Murdered.
4: Well, why would that show up in my L.A. news? <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. Yes, I know the Writers Guild uh, closed a deal. But, uh, yeah, oh, a guy went nuts and stabbed God. four people.
4: Thank God the writers is on striking. I was really worried that my shows were going to get turned off.
1: Well, it's really the ones we had to worry about were the late night shows. and uh, Oh,
4: God, and I love them. I love the whack of women.
1: Um the rack, no, the, rack? The, w- the rack of women the, the wacko women
4: the wack of women
1: the wacko you love women? women's racks
4: i didn't say that
1: oh sorry
4: i love the whack of women right
1: so women's racks
4: no okay. whack
1: the paucity what
4: <laughs> <laughs> go back to asking the texas guy about his music festival beliefs. yeah uh,
1: hey Kruger. Have you ever been stabbed at a music festival? Too soon. Oh,
3: sorry. Um, was
4: it at a music festival that someone no, was stabbed? No, it
3: was at UT. What it was it? a kid on a college campus, and he um, took a knife out and stabbed four people and killed one of them.
4: Oh my God. Wow.
3: It's yeah. so is
4: shocking that? in this day and age <laughs> that people are killing people in mass numbers.
1: It is. Uh, uh, what, what happened to him, Steve? Uh, he got arrested. Well, I hope he.
4: Better be careful. I think there's uh, the big old death penalty down yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but he,
1: he, this guy was had been previously hospitalized for mental problems. Um, oh, but get back to the uh, happier things. Like music festivals, sweating about around a bunch of young, stinky people in the sun on, and dust.
3: On drugs. No, no, no. I really want to unpack this stabbing thing. I think yeah. we, we, we really <laughs> tapped into. This. Oh. Right. What I don't understand, and it's why I hate this state. and city and place is they have open carry in texas which they voted into law where you can carry a gun on campus on a public schools campus right mm-hmm. right so where was where was the shooters where were the people like this guy just walked up to kids at, at, online at, at a um, online at line in line in line at a food truck and just started stabbing people like it wasn't he wasn't a, a maniac running around. He was calmly walking around. So, where, where was the guns? Where, where were the was people? The pr-
4: good guy with the gun. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, in, in Dallas? No. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Too, many right hi- too many hippies here. Yeah. yeah I've been no, to Coachella. It's, Dallas, um, right? I, I love music and I love people, but it's just too much. You, wait, wait, wait. You love people? I love people. That's a first. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it is too much, and not. I, I don't love all people, but I like music, and pe- people who are seeing the band I like usually like the band, so we're all of like mind. But, but
1: it's if too much. 30 bands. Not everybody likes the same band. You know, I'm here just to see Beyonce. Oh, she skipped out.
4: She oh, didn't perform this year. Yeah, yet.
1: she skipped out. She Lady Gaga.
4: Lady Gaga did it. Were they it, both so. supposed to be at the ja Rule thing? Stick no uh,
1: no, oh, my bad. no queen latifah i think was supposed to be there oh sweet yeah
3: so basically it was a county fair but on an island uh without the deep fryer because they don't do <laughs> without that there. the pigs yes <laughs> oh,
1: i
4: was expecting fried frog legs and i was like the fuck
1: um tyson says i have i say yolo because i have fomo like a mofo um Hashtag I understand that. Yeah, well, I you, you know I used to go to them, and the ones out in the sun were just brutal, and and just standing also for that long is is painful.
4: Where is like the winter music festival with Cease?
1: Well, I that's that's what I want. But like then C's. it's
4: also like it's cold outside. But basically, Scott, what I'm saying is the ideal concert is a, syf- a symphony for me now.
1: Right. Um <laughs> at home right? Yeah. <laughs> with, it, it, with, while you're reading a book and drinking or, some white wine. Yeah, right. the, so, the
4: ideal concert for me is not. You get, you
1: get
2: Chipotle delivered. <laughs> it's what HBO delivered.
4: does. HBO shows the Beyonce and their tour shit. They show it and then you can just watch it in your house and you go, oh, that was nice. Yeah, well, I got to pause it really fast because I have to go pee. Yeah. Um,
1: well, uh, Scott and I talked about it last week. We went to one um, back in the 90s that uh, Matt Groening, uh, he... Um, Curated it,
4: the guy from The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, and it was really fun because it was on the Queen Mary, mm. so there were it was mostly indoors. There was one outdoor stage, um, but that was really fun and and civil, and you know there were places to sit down. Uh, but that is long gone.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I went to Austin City Limits, ACL, ACL or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. Torn ACL. Yeah, that's but the the thing about that versus like Coachella or the Fire Festival is I just walked to it right uh, it's the coachella is like an hour from la right like uh,
4: almost two hours well yeah the i don't
3: i don't yeah, camp traffic. like that's I, I don't i don't get that
1: yeah and, and and at least with acl then most of the venues are indoors and you can stop and like have a, a, a civilized conversation and and no
4: you
3: know? it's all outside is it all outside yeah oh okay
4: coachella yeah. No, no. no
3: ACL. Oh, ACL. ACL is like Austin Coachella. Like it's the same. You know, it was like Radiohead was a headliner and LCD Sound System, and it was it was outside, but it's it's literally in the center of the city. And do you, oh do you do South by Southwest too? What do you mean do it? Do you like participate? Mm, I go to a couple things. Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. It's all tech bros. It's all tech dudes. Uh huh. It's Um, basically Northern California comes here and it's like, dude, did you try this fucking taco? And then they talk about their apps.
4: Gross. Nice.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's like Hollywood, but worse. But with even, even uglier people. Um,
4: Yeah, I'm at South by.
3: Yeah, I'm at South by. We're we're, we're doing a, you know, uh, unveiling our, have you seen my pitch deck? (laughs) <laughs> <I> <laughs> and that's way, where the Fire nice. Festival got funded. Uh, you got to look at the pitch deck on Vanity Fair for the Fire Festival because the page that says financials has three words underneath it. Go Please on. see Appendix. <laughs> And there's no appendix. (laughs) They really thought this through.
4: They didn't uh, have their promoter or, like, the people who were working on it sign NDAs. So a lot of them are coming out. Like, the people who quit maybe, like, a month before it was about to happen. Like, I read an article of this guy, like, yeah, I got hired, like, six weeks before it was supposed to go down. And, like, it was so far from what needed to be that I was like already suggesting that maybe we push it till next year and we needed so much and we didn't have any money blah blah and then uh, he was like yeah I had to quit when they um, said that they were going to pay me less and they didn't make me sign an NDA so fuck you and he wrote about it it
2: it feels like this was all like a giant prank almost like all of this was put together so that we could be talking about it and making fun of how dumb it is because it's it's terrible yeah
4: it's like there was no
1: infrastructure there in all Oh, you island. know what? I know, know what this is, because
3: was... in one year, the next uh, Borat movie is going to come out. What's his name?
4: Sasha. Oh, that's Sasha so Berger, He
3: was there on the ground interviewing people. So this is all – this was like a, uh, a, wait, was he really... a festival. Are you serious? Was he... I'm absolutely serious. That's what this is. That is awesome.
4: No oh way. God.
3: Paramount no, fucking funded the not... Fire Festival. Oh,
1: you're lying, aren't you?
3: I'm lying, but that would be a really good idea oh, to, to be on the God ground
4: God. Doing, yeah. doing a fake I'm interview. God, right like, oh, shit! I was yeah, who? they didn't
2: helicopter anybody over there just to check it out yeah. and get those interviews. Then they probably been torn down though.
4: It's such a small island; they were having a hard time people getting people out, so they weren't. They definitely weren't putting, you're putting any putting
0: more
1: people, people in. there. now. <laughs> I have um, I I to change the subject. Did anybody see passengers? This is sort of a. I, Sort of like a writing, sort of thought exercise. Did anyone see Passengers? The Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I did see that. I
4: didn't. I heard that it It was was, um, not my kind of movie.
1: Yeah. Did you Did you hear it? Uh, Did you see it, Steve? I have not seen it. Okay, I'm going to just spoil it for you. So if you if you want to see this, skip the next ten minutes or five minutes or probably more like
2: i 'll screech really loudly whenever we 're done okay do, you want to
1: do that yeah, would you of course um,
2: would you like like a like a, or like a you know you'll, maybe you'll like more animalistic
1: or just a beep? just f- find it in yourself
2: okay. you 'll feel the I bet I
1: can figure something out
2: cool
3: wait um, marty you 're pre spoiling something i 'm not pre spoiling i 'm going to spoil it just i mean you 're usually you spoil something and then say spoiler alert after so oh. I, I guess for our it, uh, Jewish listeners who listen to this backwards, that would make sense, but oh, yeah, you're actually right doing it left. correctly. Do well, well, okay. Jewish people
4: listen to things backwards? No, it's a Hebrew yeah.
3: thing, right to left, you know? Yeah.
4: Don't the Japanese do that, too?
3: Um, yeah. No, they drive on the wrong side of the road. Right? Yeah, oh. You think of a different thing. Whoops. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay, the basic premise
1: is there's a, a spaceship that is going for a couple hundred years to another planet, or another, yes, planet system, whatever. Mm-hmm.
4: Like Star Wars. It,
1: and everybody is in uh, in sort of suspended animation and then for whatever reason chris pratt's little pod malfunctions okay and then like gravity like gravity but but he wakes up and, and so he's on this whole empty like alien n- like no, alien n- yeah well but that came out on time that opened on time that there, no it didn't
3: they opened early They was supposed to wake up in yeah, they opened
4: alien. early didn't they
3: and, because they got a distress signal Right, okay, well then... Let's then, talk about Alien. It's a good movie. It's no, such a good movie. No, oh God, shut the... F-
4: Ugh. Sigourney is, Weaver. Is, right, beautiful so beautiful in that movie. God,
3: I miss Bill.
1: Um, <laughs> no, by the way, yeah. Bill, Bill has been meaning to come, but he's just been really busy. Um, no, so he I'm wakes up busy. early, and the only thing for him... To, so it's like there's this sort of uh, exploration of the, the entire spaceship, so it's like kind of like... Um, can you put right. this in a
4: pitch deck for me, like Rocket Man, <laughs> like with Harlan Williams, like
1: Dawn of the Dead? You know, where they're exploring the mall and having fun, and you know, so he's exploring, yeah, playing they had with a the lot food of machines. In there. Well, because they, they, well, that's kind of the the fantasy of it. Like, what if you were and and then Michael, what's his name, um, Winslow. Michael Sheen? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Sheen plays the robot bartender. So
4: they're having fun in the spaceship.
1: Yeah, but he's lonely. And
3: so, so it's The Shining in space.
1: But okay. he, Yeah, it totally rip, the bar rips <laughs> off The Shining completely. And okay. he sees Jennifer Lawrence in her pod. And ah. he, he starts cyber-stalking her. And like she sounds super cool. And so he thaws her out mm-hmm. ahead of time. Like, so he, basically...
4: Oh a white man her. did something selfish
3: yeah, Weird. and so they're because he's eighty miles this 80 is this years, is after raping her napping body right. like multiple times right eighty
1: years f- While she was frozen right mm. so then the whole movie is basically <laughs> about like of course she falls in love with him, of and course. then she finds out that she that he totally creeped on her, and then through circumstances of like like, they have the chance, because they're awake, they save everybody else on, on the thing. And so they sort of, he redeems himself by doing something noble. But it still, and and she forgives him for that, and they live happily ever after.
2: But he still, like, essentially murdered her. Right, right, right exactly. He
4: murdered her? Yeah, well,
2: because how did he murder her?
1: Well, he woke her up 80 years before she was supposed to wake up. So instead of having a life on a new planet, she was stuck on this, this... Uh, this one stupid place. You but know. She but she's stuck so with
3: much, Chris Pratt. Yeah, she's, she's not stuck so with um, the.
1: Yeah, but he got really fat. Like no, uh, the, um,
2: He looks good fat though.
1: Yeah, I th- I think he's. I, I prefer he's not
4: him fat.
2: No, but it, back in the day when he was chubby. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so like fat, fat. So somebody yeah. online actually recut it, and or just you know just sort of as a thought experiment of like putting. Jennifer. So basically, Chris Pratt is the protagonist, and it's about his sort of journey to redeem himself after doing something really, really creepy and rapey and all that stuff. But what if it had been on Jayla? law waking up and thinking that her that her thing malfunctioned at the same you know along with Chris Pratt. So and then her discovering that. So it's more of a thriller. Right. Which is so much more interesting, you know, as, uh, so if they had started with her, uh, her thawing out and then, you know, and then she thinks that the two of them are just on this journey together and then it turns all creepy. That to me is much more interesting than, than passengers.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, that, I think I said something similar to it after leaving. Cause it was like, it seems so easy to have just been like, you switch the POV and all of a sudden, you have an interesting movie as opposed to like a movie where we're stuck with this guy who's like boring for the first thirty minutes, and then just to like does like a really shitty thing, and then the Creepy, rest of the movie we're supposed to go thing. back to being like, oh well, well we we're, he's okay, he's Chris Pratt, we kind of like him.
1: Yeah, but yeah, and it just because I think the concept is neat. You know, what do you do if you're stuck on like the only people alive on this this ship, right. you know? and the story you tell from there? They fail that, I think. I mean, you you didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't. I thought it was
2: uh, it was a really boring, and then B like really shitty. I guess politically, if you will, or like just in terms of what it's implying about how this guy redeems himself.
1: Right after stalking her, it's a total like Lloyd Dobler thing of. You know, right? It's a very,
2: its its not a good movie. Don't watch this movie. her
4: how, like he's like, oh my god, well, how how, how well, like the, oh, fun and normal she is. She felt he like gets Oscars.
2: into like her. They have like files of like their like videos they recorded for the company. Like, the interview, the like, right? Yeah. Okay,
4: so he was like, oh nice. Yeah, yeah he
3: as he's like whacking her. off and and um, he is. No, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs>
4: it's like the fuck.
3: You know what he needed? What that that thirteen thousand dollar sperm removal machine.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. that thing that I can't stop dreaming about oh, and can't my God. forget ever. I,
2: Cassandra had to show me that. It I was, said, here's what you missed <laughs>
4: on the podcast this week. Um, <laughs> this
3: horrifying thing. This
4: nightmare machine that...
3: So that and an Xbox, and I'm, I'd probably be good for the rest of my life.
4: Okay, he yeah. didn't need to wake anybody up. He just he no, needed let a jerk her sleep. Off machine. Let her sleep. He could have put yeah.
3: the jerk-off machine onto Michael Sheen Robot
2: to give him like a little bit of human connection. Yeah, You know, completely. they could
4: have... Um, that's what that sperm machine should do. It's just like thirteen thousand dollars. The sperm machine let her sleep,
1: or just put Kruger on, and you save another fifteen hundred dollars. You know, because Kruger will do it for you for. Oh,
4: he'll 11, do it five. for less. Yeah. Okay, eleven five. Oh,
2: good. It. I like undercutting the market.
1: That's a good move. Yeah, um, but anyhow, I thought it was an interesting sort of like from a writer's point of view. You must have thought about it, and you know.
2: Yeah, it was just like I mean, it was. It was like I said. It was. Boring and the thing it wanted you to invest in was this romance, but like the romance was incredibly flawed from the beginning, so you had no reason to invest in it. Yeah. It was it was I, I really did not care for it. Sounds <laughs> like it. Tell.
4: sounds like it deserves a couple thumbs down. Yeah.
1: yeah. A couple yeah. thumbs down from the crew. Couple right?
2: thumbs
4: down from the Nooner here on oh. the passengers.
1: But I think that... Probably the studio was like this. Chris Pratt is a box office is box office gold. Let's make. No one's gonna be is. mad
4: at Chris Pratt for being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he's so nice and cool, <laughs> right. and, and he's
1: funny, right? He's funny. He's
4: funny, and, and he's hot. And hot and he doesn't he's looking, know it really. Looking good now, yeah. and like yeah. he's been married to Anna Faris for so long. And their and it's like, Instagram is
0: crazy.
4: Oh my god! Hashtag goals.
1: Uh, yeah. So and she's a
4: mother. She barely works anymore.
1: But doesn't stop her from loving and being funny. And Doesn't she, she have a TV show? She has a TV show. Oh, she
4: show. does. She has mom. Yeah. I, if you're on network television, I just assume you're not working. <laughs> <laughs> I should be I so watch lucky. Because <laughs> don't uh,
1: Yeah, I just looked up... A, I,
4: I drive by her fucking face on Warner Brothers like twice, three or two, two or three times a week, and I'm like, she's not working. I just looked
1: up a guy, who I uh, an, an actor that I kind of know, and I was like, oh he hasn't worked at all lately and I looked him up and he's like been on a show for the past eight years and he's like oh 135 episodes in a row how many of you done Marty Um,
2: that's what they do they sneak up on you with that network television that you're not watching because you're not a middle-aged woman ugh you're not you're not watching Criminal Minds or whatever.
1: Oh, and I just found out that I was cut. Uh, did I mention that I was cut out of um, Animal Kingdom? Oh. You know, I had that that scene with Ellen Barkin, That's and it's on the cutting room floor.
4: Criminal Minds. Uh, I work with someone, and um,
1: cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, I, I work with someone
4: at my at my fucking restaurant job, and. We're talking back and forth and I'm thinking that he's on my level, you know, like, yeah, hey, cool. Yeah, this town's tough. I'm broke. I'm working in a restaurant. I look at this asshole's Instagram. The fucker has a reoccurring on Criminal Minds. And I'm like, how dare you, A, try to level with me and B, discourage me so much that you have a recurring and you're still working with me <laughs> at this restaurant?
1: Well, it's funny. like
4: I am depressed I about know, it.
1: I know. but um,
4: He's only got 200 more followers than me on Instagram. That's all you get from a reoccurring on Criminal Minds? Well, nobody who watches
1: Criminal no, Minds hasn't. No, you get, but you get bank from a show like Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. Oh,
4: because, I know. Yeah. That one, I feel like I know more people who have been on one episode of Criminal Minds than any other show ever.
1: And he probably they feels have like a have people feel they need to die
4: every week.
1: Um, like Kruger, one of your friends, who's an actor who works all the time, did that, that film... Wrote and directed that short film about uh, being a failure. Um, are you there, Cougar? Yeah. Uh, where, what's your point? Oh, just like how you never feel like you're gonna you're successful. Like
3: <laughs> no matter. I think what. Chris just Pratt right. feels successful.
1: Yeah, I guess
3: so.
4: Just for anybody who's considering moving out to LA, you never feel successful.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's ugh, that's crazy. there's always someone doing better than you. I um
1: I heard this story about this actress who had a lead on a comedy show very funny comedian but what she w- would do is all she ate all day was had one green shake and then that was all she ate and then on the weekends she would eat r- real food jeez and you know and just like one of these type a driven persons who just like came in every time knowing every single line backwards and forwards knew all you know could do
3: a three page You, you can line. say your name I, I, know, I know who you're talking about Do you know who I'm talking about? Rebel Wilson <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I, Imagine what she'd look like if she ate um, <laughs> I like,
4: Oh cool uh, Yeah let's bet shame her
1: No no, no I no. love Rebel Wilson I like Rebel Wilson a lot <laughs> She's great uh, You know she almost came on the show actually uh, er, Years ago like, uh, Dan was like I'm trying to get Rebel Wilson But she was busy today um, But Today Today yeah, she she, yeah. she was we booked her four Nothing years ago fine. to come
4: today.
2: Um <laughs> She just texted us, she was like, oh, I can't guys, I'm sorry.
4: Can I give some advice to listeners? Please. If you haven't seen Pitch Perfect, watch it. It's like funny. <laughs> 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 like, I Whoa. Re- everyone was telling me, Hey, watch Pitch Perfect, you're gonna like it. And I'm like, No, 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 I did choir in high school. I don't care about this shit. Like, I don't I don't wanna see this, blah blah blah. And then I had to watch it for something I was writing and I was like this is a funny movie. Wow, that's <laughs> really bold. Are you sure the, you want to go out there like that? Yeah, like, I'm ready to go out there and say Pitch Perfect made me laugh line. out loud. Maybe
3: they should make another one.
4: I didn't see the second one yet. did
3: it's I so disappointing. One? The second I love Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And it, then number two was poop. Number okay.
4: two. Okay. I'll I'll uh I'll I'll avoid it. Yeah. All and right. just like just go out on a high. Didn't Elizabeth Banks yeah she direct directed the second yep. one. Yeah.
1: I think she's directing the third one too.
4: Oh, they're making yeah. the third one. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm sure.
4: All right. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's easy.
3: Didn't um, I couldn't even get through it, and I I loved Pitch Perfect.
4: It was yeah. so fucking funny.
3: Pitch Perfect is. Re- I was really
2: surprised by it too. Like I remember going like this is gonna be like nothing, and I was working at the movie theater yeah. so I could see it for free. But then it was, it was. I remember it was really surprising. So I feel, I, I feel what you're saying. I was,
4: I was genuinely ashamed of myself after I watched it because I was like, so many people have told me to watch this movie and I didn't watch it, and now I feel like an asshole. You missed out they on like right. five
2: years of Pitch Perfect you could have been having in your life.
4: Well, luckily when I put it out there that I had finally watched it, and then I was, up, you know, my public apology for you know not doing it earlier people were still willing to talk to me about it okay good they're like let's talk about the quiet girl and how funny she is oh
1: yeah um did it bring back memories of you being in chorus no we just hang out yeah, in it an back empty memories pool and, and when like harmonize randomly yeah
4: when i was working at that record st- shop with that hot ass guy from unreal and um, then fucking dopey face who was i had like a romantic thing with um I just Which, really wanted to talk about the blonde guy from Unreal, who's it, super was hot. Was it
2: the uh, the main guy from Unreal? The, yeah.
4: The, oh what? I was, didn't even realize he was in. He that. was the he was the guy who um the, who ran the radio record station. Shop. Radio oh, station. Shit. Who like right? who yeah who like didn't even need to be in the movie at all because like it was yeah. supposed to cause a little bit of spoiler alert. Supposed to cause a little bit of con- conflict for Anna Kendrick, you know? But then, but she, then she, she obviously she, she uh, yeah, but she obviously chose the acapella group but right. it was like it wasn't even that big of a conflict because it was like oh we're seeing this character again for the second time mm. ever in the movie and he was like hey you want to do something you want to do this like a uh, move forward the radio station and she's like <laughs> i had to do the acapella thing he's like mm, okay i thought you were cool and then it was like over so it was That's like it. if anything so he looked like the asshole. now nobody <laughs>
1: needs to see the movie and no,
4: they should watch it. Oh, it's okay, really okay, fucking no, fine, funny. Fine, fine.
1: fine. She just described the least funny plot line.
2: Yeah, I just, I just lines. saying that
4: there wasn't a lot of tension in the movie. <laughs> okay,
3: just imitate the Quiet Girl for a little bit.
4: And I burned this place down.
3: <laughs> what is Rebel Wilson's character's name? Fat, Fat Amy. Amy. And what's her real name? Rebel Amy. Wilson. Amy. <laughs> no, like isn't the joke like my name's really Karen? They just started calling me.
4: Well, she, she calls herself fat Amy so that she's the first person to call her fat and yeah. no one else can so call the her. So that tweed
2: bitches like you don't call her that behind her back is the exact Oh.
4: Term.
2: You might I've seen pitch perfect, everyone, uh-huh. if there's any doubts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so twig bitches like you don't do it behind So twig
4: bitches like you. Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep. Oh, Anna, <laughs> I <said> Anna Kendrick.
4: <laughs> I should work on a rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I should. Just for fun.
1: I like that, Anna Kendrick. I don't. Really? Yeah. Why? Don't know. All right, fair enough.
4: Because <laughs> she fucking released an autobiography and she's in her late 20s. Uh huh. And I'm like. How dare she? Yeah, I'm like, cool, dude
3: um I think
4: who, you, who the fuck do you think you are that's you think you're most, maya angelou you asshole
1: that's wow. what most I'm not auto- fucking
4: maya angelou
1: you can't write an autobiography unless you're maya angelou that's no it.
4: you can't write an autobiography maya angelou wrote like five autobiographies but like because mm. she had such a big full life that she had to break it up into different ones the hell have you been through anna kendrick she was on Pitch Perfect. This, this little scrappy little nothing—is that what it's called? Scrappy, I don't know why scrappy I'm scrappy shitting little on nobody. Her so hard. Like, <laughs> I have no reason to shit on her. Anna so Kendrick
2: hard. is going to listen to this. Because you know
4: what else? I, I watched uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, which on, on the plane home from Paris, which Anna Kendrick also in. And I laughed out loud at that, too. That movie's so fucking you stupid. Actually,
1: you like, love Anna you Kendrick. love Anna Kendrick. <laughs> you and Anna Kendrick are besties. Why, how, you watch, like, every week, you watch Bottle Rocket, or, yeah. Is that I mean, another not Bottle movie Rocket. that, Wait, in? Was she in, um, that was No, this in?
4: Cups?
3: Rocket Science. Rocket Science. Uh,
1: you watch Rocket Science. I mean, if she was in
3: Bottle Rocket, she would have been, like, 12. Um, and, um, yeah. She played the Mexican maid in Bottle Rocket.
1: Oh, that's right.
3: She she Thanks. She's, She's got that ring. I range.
1: love that that drawing that Luke Wilson does of them on a horse together. That is one of my favorite scenes in Bottle Rocket. Um, movies.
2: So, you guys are getting a lot of movies today. I
1: know. Well, because Scott's not here, and he he was uh, he's like I don't really watch movies. Mm. Um, her name is Patricia. Darren, let us know, and. Uh, the book is actually not an autobiography. It's a book of essays. Personal essays. Oh.
4: Is it?
3: Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Patricia? Uh, Fat Amy. Her real name is Patricia. So why is she named Fat Amy?
4: Why wasn't she called Fat because Pat? Because it's
3: funny. Is it's there's, some, there's some joke in there. Like they, they started calling her Amy and she said, I'm we'll, Fat Amy, we'll but her real we'll name is Patricia? Or something like that? Watch it and let us know. Alright. Don't watch the second one.
4: Okay, I won't.
1: Okay, so uh, we. I might catch that third though. Oh wait,
4: wait, wasn't fucking wait what? The hell are you? What the hell are you? It's
1: ten o'clock.
4: Oh, that's what you.
1: Sorry, I did was a terrible
4: signal. He just put his hands up like jazzy, and it was like, (laughs) like he just saw like a ghost.
1: Thought the podcast
2: was burning.
4: So did I. It's uh, the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smodcast. Oh fuck. It's, it's,
1: uh, <laughs> you lose
2: <laughs> That was perfect
4: Can you just sample that one And we'll just do that one <laughs> and so It's are, fucking
2: smart and whatever Fucking shit to,
4: uh, That would be great on this network Considering all the other times that they Like to use excessive cursing for no reason um. It's all live and shit It's all there Black and white clear as crystal You get nothing <laughs> oh. um, R.I.P Yeah.
3: Did, I, uh, did anybody? I see prefer the remake with Johnny Depp I don't really like the original I, yes. I can't wait for the sequel
1: <laughs> they're going to do the great glass elevator but the, it's going to take place uh, somewhere else gonna totally it's going to be
2: right. all oh in God. Johnny Depp's mind he's going to yeah. play every character can you, you believe Johnny like,
4: Depp shut up at Disneyland and was dressed as Jack Sparrow nope can't believe it at all what? that's great you know what I can't believe that they're making more of those fucking pirate movies.
1: Um, I saw one of them and I thought this was a really long, long movie just for advertising uh, one of the shittier rides at Disneyland. Actually, I do like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you really? Uh, Because, you know, it promotes rape. Does it? Well, because it's like, pirates chasing after women oh okay i mean oh yeah it well, but rape? They, well they changed the they changed the animatronics so so they're, they're less rapey they're less rapey yeah
4: in the in the ride yeah there were rapey animatronics in the well, ride Well, it's
1: like men chasing ladies i think that's what it was oh yeah. okay which you know you could, oh. th- we don't know the backstory it could be like that that's part of their sexual play and it's uh, completely consensual yeah
4: you- yeah women are they love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know.
4: You know what? We
1: have no way of knowing. I no. had a
4: conversation last night with a friend of mine, and she was talking to me about how she was she was sitting in Echo Park Lake watching um, some shit on her phone or whatever with headphones, and this guy came up to her and tapped her on the shoulder and was like, hey, do you mind if I uh, sit here and... She just assumed it was because she was like in a shady spot. She was like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. And then went back to watching her show and then tapped her again on the shoulder and he would written on his little notepad, what do you do? And she was saying how fucking irritated she was because don't talk to people who have headphones on. Mm. Ever.
1: Yeah, pay attention to your social cues. If Please, because you ju- uh,
4: you're no different than a pirate animatronic chasing a wench If If you're bugging someone who's doing something with their headphones. If
1: a girl rejects you, don't show up in front of her house at five in the morning playing Peter Gabriel. It's Uh, not going to work. You're just going to get arrested. Don't
4: unfreeze her.
1: Don't unfreeze the girl when she's perfectly happy. Exactly. Frozen with earbuds in. Like, she had earbuds.
4: She had fucking. Did she really have earbuds? Ooh,
1: no, she didn't. <laughs> she probably did. She probably did. She was watching yeah. some sweet Netflix
3: while yeah. she was killing the time for the next hundred and fifty years. Yeah, just Wait, so Chris Pratt couldn't have put her back to sleep? Like, what if he unfroze her and she was annoying?
2: It was like a plot thing. <laughs> she
4: woke up and she was like,
3: "Hi." He would have had to just actually kill her at that point. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> and who would know? Um, no, he he like couldn't put her back in because there was like a thing with the pods is like a plot thing. Okay, if we knew that yeah. it wouldn't work. Okay, So to, she was annoying then.
1: Now you have to do the screech. <laughs> the. Oh, All right. No more
2: passes. Yeah, what if she had
3: a
1: really bad laugh? Like okay,
4: that. We just, you he just know. did the screech. Like that. I'm going to have to re screech.
2: Oh, yeah. Or hands. Or any other Seinfeld things. So. We, any
4: other Seinfeld. Th- or maybe we could talk about the way that friends demeaned women, too, like b- having a big head. <laughs> Was that a thing? I yeah, Chandler that. went on a date with a woman who had a big head, and he couldn't get over it. And then it was like really mm-hmm. funny. Is that
1: demeaning to women, or is it demeaning to people with big heads?
4: <laughs> what?
3: what if she had full-blown AIDS? You know, like she was going to that new planet to try and get a treatment.
4: Yeah, what if he unfroze her and was like, "Oh shit, I forgot to check her medical files. She's oh. HIV positive."
2: Oh, ah, that would have been an interesting twist. I would have actually liked that. Um, so that would been something. Became
4: like Dallas Buyers Club.
3: Yeah, they have to figure out a way to cure AIDS on a spaceship. Yeah. Now I'm into the movie. I like it now. That it sounds, sounds great. Cool. AIDS in space. AIDS
4: <laughs> in space. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> it's a musical. Oh my God! Yeah. It's All rent robots. in space.
2: All the robots come out and dance to Aids like in space.
4: Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred light years. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, yes, oh. yes! 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 Yes!
1: Yes!
3: Fucking stuck the landing. That Look was so that good. Yeah. Speaking of Aids, awesome. we it's
4: lo- worth it to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just press Just for fifteen that. seconds a hundred times in the beginning for the political shit, and then you get to the good stuff.
3: And now Aids we're done. in space. <laughs> Zero gravity Aids. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yes.
3: Speaking of
1: AIDS, we lost Jonathan Demme. Who? Wait,
3: he didn't die of AIDS. No, but he did.
1: He directed Philadelphia, which was about (laughs) AIDS. He didn't die. And that's what a lot of people with AIDS end up doing. He he actually died of, he died of throat cancer.
3: Do you know who Speaking of AIDS, we lost Jonathan Demme. Now, the to the of casual reader of that headline okay. Would you not assume he died of AIDS I was thinking
4: about how good this podcast was I know, and you I know. because Where the fuck did That's you go to journalism
3: school?
1: I went to the Columbia School of Journalism uh, um,
4: I thought you went to Yale I
1: didn't go to the Columbia School of Your mom school always talks so how you went to
4: Yale <laughs> um,
1: We haven't heard from my mom in a long time On this podcast no. Maybe she'll call in um, <laughs> Do you know Ruger's who Jonathan like, Demi like, is?
4: Neighbors. Do I know who Jonathan Demi is? No, but I do know that Philadelphia has uh, a super funny scene in it.
1: Good. (laughs) Go on. Good. Go on.
4: You know, like when you laugh when you're upset, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So there's... I was watching this with my sister, and we were, like, obviously in tears because this movie's very sad. And then there's, like, the part where Tom Hanks is being rushed to the hospital, and you see it from Tom Hanks' perspective. I think I'm remembering this, right? And you have just, like... Antonio Banderas, like, fuzzy, just screaming, It's no working! It's no working! It's no working! <laughs> I've never laughed so hard <laughs> at a movie about AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> then in that moment of just Antonio Banderas screaming, Did it's your no sister working. laugh too? Oh, yeah. Oh, we both had to pause the movie, question if we were good people, and then finish <laughs> the movie. <laughs>
1: So if we called your sister right now and just went,
4: it's not working! I guarantee she would get it. Let oh, me all
1: right. see. All right. Are we going to test it right now?
4: I, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to hear the phone call, but we'll see if okay. she can. All right. Stall.
1: Okay, so uh, anyhow. She he, might not even answer my phone call. He she has a job. also directed uh, Silence of the Lambs. Um,
4: that was a good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Did, did you know who know who Jonathan
3: Daniel I knew
2: Silence of the Lambs. I was the
3: only one I didn't even know Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. He, but, um... He's the less talented older brother of um, Ted Demi.
1: Yes. Uh, Ted Demi, who directed The Ref, is that right? Oh, wait, the call, the call. All
4: right. She's not going to answer, I guarantee. She's at work. She's going to text me and go, why are you calling me? Why are you talking instead of saying hello? Oh, hi. Uh, hi. Hey. It's no working. It's no working. Oh, no,
1: Philadelphia.
4: <laughs> 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 Yay! <laughs> okay, bye.
3: <Fucking> nailed it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Just on it.
1: Oh, that oh, is great. beautiful. Uh, yeah, great he, that's good pod. That's good. I'm that telling awesome. you, this
4: is a good show. <laughs> Tell your friends. Oh, friend. I'm going to
1: ruin it now. Write
4: nice things about me and Queer on the <laughs> iTunes account.
1: So, Jonathan Demi also directed... Stop Making Sense, with some, which some people say is a, a, one of the best uh, concert oh, yeah. documentaries of all time. Uh, the Manchurian Candidate, the remake of the uh, Frankenheimer movie. And then he also did Rachel Getting Married. Did you Never see that? It. Is it's,
4: that uh, Hathaway? Yeah.
1: The one that she got the Oscar nomination for. One of the most annoying movies. I've
4: Anna Kendrick <laughs> also? Seen
1: no. Rosemary DeWitt was oh. in it. Wow. Um, is that her name? What is, it, what is yeah. it about? It's about Rosemary DeWitt getting married and uh, her sister coming and ruining it by being incredibly like selfish and narcissistic. And, oh, cool. And it's, it's, it, it's one of the mo- most annoying movies. Because, and then also, like, because Jonathan Demme is a big music person, Like instead of having a soundtrack, he just has these musicians that are playing music just like sitting on the steps, just playing music through, like as a soundtrack in in the scenes. In, or they're just like hanging out, just playing music. And
3: wow. it's I don't think you I mean remember it, there's that. diegetic sound. Mm. It's uh, very
1: diegetic. I'll go back to film school.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Very, how nouvelle vogue. Yeah.
4: Diegetic. Oh. I can't decide if that tastes like. Di- it sounds like diabetic or diarrhea, but it made me think of both. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's right <laughs> That's in the middle. A, a diegetic is like when you're a diabetic with diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs>
3: what are so he was a terrible judge? director. That's what you're saying. No,
1: I, I think that he was a diverse director. I think that's yes. what, and because he would he did comedies, he did these dramas, he did thrillers, he did this old uh, movie with Roy Scheider called uh, the Last Embrace, which is like this really cool thriller um, back in. I knew ago. he was a
3: good director when I I listened to a discussion by the guy that wrote. Silence of the Lambs, about the making of it, and in the famous lamb scene where she explains to Dr. Lecter what really happened on the farm. You know, that famous – he's he's in that little jail cell.
1: Look at the file, Dr. Lecter.
3: Yes. Um, They shot that. Like they had her story as a younger actress playing Jodie Foster and the lambs that she lets go Really, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he just was like, "I watched these two actors in close-ups. You watch the scene; it's just two close-ups back and forth." And he was like, "Nope, kill it all." Like they spent money and weeks, and he's, that's like that's a true talent to and go. And this nope. young
1: actress is like, "This is my big break."
3: Um, well, fuck her.
1: Yeah, yeah bitch. she grew up to be Anna Kendrick. No, it was Anna Kendrick. The I, worst. I just looked it up. <laughs> uh, then he got his start. His the first movie he directed. Was this movie called Crazy Mama in 1975, uh, with like Donny Most, I think, uh, who played uh, Ralph Malf on Happy Days, Cloris Leachman, Jim Bacchus, who played uh, the perf- uh, the rich guy in uh, Gilligan's Island. Anybody? anybody? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, mm. And it, it's the like the millionaire. millionaire, the millionaire, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the wife, the millionaire, right. and
4: not the wife. Right. It's, the wife didn't have any money on her own.
1: Right. Yeah but it's this crazy movie and about sort of a road movie and crime spree, rock and roll, like uh, crazy mama. And it was, uh, Produced by Roger Corman. Do you know who Roger Corman? Oh, hell
2: is? yeah! Oh, yeah. Well, Roger who's Corman. Roger Corman? He's a B movie guy. He's he made all the all the great all the great B movies that we all love.
4: All the great B movies. Gra- I'm gonna
2: think of a title in a second. Yeah. Not well, look at IMDb. God, I'm so. I'm yeah.
1: Well, he he directed and he directed a bunch of them, and he did all these old gothic movies like The yeah. Raven with uh, right. Jack a uh, young Jack Nicholson in it. And, but he, in the 80s, he started producing movies and he had this, uh, a couple of different companies, Concord and New Horizons, and um, they would just basically churn out movies and basically he had a little studio in Venice and he would just tell people like, here's $100,000 or here's $200,000, go make a, a movie and if it made money on video, because that, this is when video was a huge right, market, yeah. then if then he would have them make. Three sequels. So, uh, you know, if it was like uh, they did Big Bad Mama two, they did um, uh, what was the one with the Carnosaur? It did, I don't know if you like, ever seen that with D Wallace Stone. Then they like th- they would spend money on like a B star and make money through foreign presales because they're like, oh, if it has D Stone who was in Cujo, that's worth a hundred thousand dollars, you know, and then they right. Would, then they would h- help finance it through that way, and so yeah
3: I, I worked for a director who made movies for Roger Corman, which one? like half the half the budget would go to the actor and the other half was make the movie right
1: wow. or and right thirty percent, and the budget the was like a million dollars
3: like it was like five hundred thousand for Eric Roberts and then somehow make a movie right and go who was the director Can you, i don't uh, want to say his name why. Uh, Jim Winorski. Oh, Jim Winorski. All right, I did, I, I, did a, I did a 180. <laughs> I think he did, uh, he might have done Carnosaur. Um, I'm sure he did one of the Carnosaurs. Yeah, so. Uh, Carnosaur, that,
4: is that a, a dinosaur who's a connoisseur?
1: Yeah, it's he's, a dinosaur who who's, has very refined tastes. It's like,
2: let me have another caviar, darling.
4: Oh, what a <laughs> Uh
1: Jim Wynoreski directed Chopping Mall, which is on... Oh, uh, Chopping Mall, yeah. Uh, ...Amazon Prime right now, and uh, he's got a zillion different things. He did, he, he did Dinosaur Island. Uh, yes.
2: Mm, does what it says on the tin, that one.
1: Yeah, 976 nine, seven, Evil 2. Yeah, 2. Um, yeah, Body Chemistry, three, three, Goolies.
3: Wait, did, did was four. Shannon
1: Tweed in Body Chemistry? Um, not three, I don't think. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Morgan Fairchild was in. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And Andrew Stevens, who's now like a super successful producer, uh, was the star of Body Chemistry three.
3: Well, there's there's sort of like a new Roger Corman. I mean, that's Jason Blum. That's Blumhouse. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah? before I, we get to Jason Blum, because I think he's worth talking about. He, uh, no, I've worked for him. He's not worth talking about. <laughs> oh, really? Um, S- so Roger Corman... So this is
4: the guy who works for Alex Jones.
3: Yeah. Uh, he, is that you true? shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> He's a hero. Uh, he lost his kids this week. He's the only one oh, telling the truth boo-hoo. out there. Oh, <laughs> he,
1: he didn't lose his kids. He lost custody of his I wonder kids. if his
4: kids turn as red as he does.
1: So Roger Corman gave Francis Ford Coppola his first shot. Martin Scorsese, his um, early he was allowed to direct Box Carberto I think is his second movie Ron Howard Um who? Ron Howard you know Bryce Dallas Howard's dad
4: oh the guy who directed The Grinch with Jim Carrey yeah oh
2: yeah I love um, Cassandra's reference points to things it's so interesting to see sometimes <laughs> uh, Joe,
1: Joe Dante John Sayles Curtis that one Hansen, was a joke God <laughs> um, James Cameron he his first movie <laughs> was uh, Piranha 2 James Cameron who oh, did nice. Avatar
4: James Oh, the guy that they made that South Park episode about?
1: Uh, there you go. Sure, there you go. That oh, was good. Cool, cool. There you go. There you go. Um, but it's—he's it, like this through way of making shit. He gave a lot of opportunities to like really great filmmakers. In the same way that Jason Blum gave uh, has given some directors a very good uh, like uh, Jordan Peele, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely!
2: Oh,
4: the director of Get Out and one of the stars of Key & Peele and one of the writers in um, Keanu.
1: Yeah.
2: And the star, one of the stars of Keanu.
4: Oh, I couldn't get through that movie. Oh, no way. I just...
1: Well, it wasn't a Jason Blum movie. Yeah, that's Um, why.
4: Didn't uh, have the Blum touch. I don't... God, I hate where my mind's going, but have we heard of a Blumpkin before? Because that's funny. Tell
1: us what a Blumpkin is.
4: It's when you give someone a blowjob while they're taking a shit.
3: With that I think I do have to leave <laughs> I do actually have I'll to do leave. you one better Do you know what an upper decker is
4: Yes I do Okay
3: so I've, I want to meld the two Into a blumpkin upper, upper decker So you're taking a shit into the The, the, the apparatus above yeah. the toilet While you're getting a blowjob oh. but, uh, God
4: I don't like the, that's Mickey like, you stayed
1: <laughs> for that you stayed an extra minute for that. If what you is you an ever upper decker? To, it's if where you, you take a dump in the, the water tank. You take a tank. dump
4: in the, in the top part, and so, when so the water keeps... Toilet, it poop. just
3: continues. It's brown. and The, 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 the pranky e is pressed. like, well, I keep washing this, and it's brown, so I want to do that while getting a Blumpkin. So,
4: why? That's like the the biggest way to... like like really fuck up like someone's day is like hey like i'm gonna get a blumpkin from your girlfriend while i like, do an upper decker in her toilet yeah that's like just the ultimate big revenge a, time
3: a blumper decker a blumper decker
4: a blumper decker
3: there we go a bd you know what an afghani gas mask is no
4: tell me <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs>
3: you put your balls over her eyes and you fart into her mouth
1: <laughs> Mickey cannot. <laughs> Mickey is cannot leave. He's he's he, leave. he's riveted.
4: What about that is um sexy? Oh no, I I see what sexy. is <laughs> right, clearly. What obviously. about that is Afghani?
3: I don't. I don't know. They they
2: invented it.
4: Oh, the Afghan yeah, people. The, Af- did? the people. That's, That's why Afghani they have to stuff. wear those like over their faces right, is yeah, to protect themselves from getting no, fired on. Hold
2: the fart smell in.
4: Oh Jesus. <laughs>
1: All right. With that, I have okay. to leave.
2: Bye, everyone. Okay, bye.
1: So, uh, Jason Blum, he... What about a glass-bottom boat?
4: What's oh, a glass-bottom boat? What, coffee That's table. That's where a
3: girl, or I guess a guy, sits underneath a glass coffee table and you shit onto it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that was what Danny Kay was into or Danny Thomas one of the Danny's oh let's Danny Trejo I think it was <laughs> no I don't
4: th- Danny Trejo <sighs> okay, is I, into glass bottom boats
3: according to Steve Kruger that's not nope. Steven Kruger nope didn't say it don't believe it <laughs> former V13 gang member not not, that not saying that why he has that. a taco nope. restaurant
4: he's like oh, I'm gonna open taco restaurants that are gonna give you diarrhea so that you can maybe oh yeah you're feeling like you're doing it on a glass you know bottom.
3: what a bucking bronco is no tell are me are you just are you just googling you're right having now. sex with a girl from behind, and you wrap your arms around her, and you say your sister was better, and then you hold on.
4: Ew.
3: Uh, these are easy. Uh-huh. What
4: about... um? What's the... <laughs> shit. I, I, I know, these are really bad for women. Oven so mitt? No you want an oven mitt? Yeah, what's that?
3: <laughs> That's where you have anal sex with a woman, and you reach into her vagina, and you jerk yourself off. <laughs> Come on, these are... Why I've are been you, in a lot why of writers' rooms where nothing him. got done. <laughs>
1: yeah, except for the grounds for lawsuits. I
4: just, I guess I forgot that I was an adult for a second and, and decided Good. to enjoy these.
3: That's uh, the title of the episode.
4: <laughs> I forgot I was an adult. For a second, so uh, what's the one where you put you come on a girl's face and then you punch her in the face? It's like a strawberry shortcake or something.
3: A donkey, donkey punch or strawberry no, no, shortcake, shortcake or that sounds about right. Or the one, Dirty uh, Sanchez.
4: The Houdini's the one where you you're fucking her from behind and then you say that you come and then when she turns around you come on her face
3: <laughs> <laughs> and say ta da. No, Houdini. the Houdini is you're fucking her from behind and you slip out and your buddy takes over and then you wave at her from a oh, from a
4: window. Yeah.
3: Outside, oh,
4: the, um,
3: And she just laughs. She just says, oh, you rascals. Oh, the you last guys. thing I want to do is have <laughs> sex with someone with a
1: friend in a room. In the room. That that just sounds rude. Yeah.
4: Um, the it one, does not smell good. There's the angry raccoon or something like that where you have sex with a girl and then. Angry uh, dragon
3: and, and no. Wait, then after, angry uh, dragon and a rac- raccoon. Go after,
4: after the, I think you have sex with her. And then after you go outside and you knock over her trash cans. <laughs>
1: That is so sexist. That is just sexist. It's, it's not the angry like, dragon.
3: No, an angry dragon is, dragon is you ejaculate into a woman's mouth and you hold her head down so it comes out her nose.
4: Oh, oh that's gosh. terrible. That's angry dragon. I didn't make these up.
1: Rusty trombone.
4: Rusty trombone. Wait, that's, you're that's eating his one. ass while you're jerking him off from yeah. the front. Yeah.
3: And, cool. and making this sound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did I just get a boner? That's just really, really bothersome.
4: Um. Are there any where women come out okay in these?
1: No,
0: no, <laughs> no God, no, good
1: Lord,
4: no. no. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Oh, just and by the way, we lost all our female listeners. Come
4: now. back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, betray, I, I you betrayed them you. You told them it was
1: good. You told them this was good. Um, have you heard of the Tony Danza? <laughs> I
4: asked them, to, what's the Tony Danzo? No,
1: what's that? I don't what's know. Anymore? Tyson will let us know. Um,
4: have you heard the Tony Danzo? That's
1: us uh, 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 you Fuck someone named Monica. Um, oh, Jesus. What is he known for? Tony for uh, for oh, hold, Is, so that, when is that
4: when you have sex with them and then you hold them really close? No,
1: it's when you're fucking someone and from behind and you yell out, who's the boss? And she'll get confused. Turn her head around. At this moment, you donkey punch her in the face. Well, that's not a donkey punch. Uh, you punch her in the face and scream, Tony Danza.
4: That... Seems only worth it to Tony Danza. <laughs> also, I don't. if someone was having sex with me and they screamed out, who's the boss? I don't think I'd get so confused that I would turn around. I'd just be like, whatever, bro. Uh, you are.
3: Evan is very grateful. <laughs> You'd put today. your headphones right back in. Yeah, All right? right cool.
4: Evan, I told you not to talk to me.
1: Evan said, grateful today that I don't work in an office.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Crank it up.
1: Crank it up. The speakers are there for a reason. And then Darren reminded us that every Disney movie that has been done with uh, Johnny Depp Depp has made a billion, zillion dollars. Um,
4: So they just keep finding ways to be like the dead man's chest, the dead man's boat, the dead man's ghost, the dead man's pirate. Well, the dead man's.
1: Pirates of the Caribbean. That is the the, the common words. The
4: well, sure, but like they don't do pirate. It's not Pirates of the Caribbean Six. It's Pirates of the Caribbean
1: Curse of the Black Pearl,
4: or uh, the Dead Man's. Davy Jones Locker. Davy yeah. Jones Locker. Red beard.
1: Know. Yeah, red beard. Yarr. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be a thing, right? Isn't that? Isn't that a sex
3: move?
4: The red beard. That's when uh, you the hipster guy goes down on you when you're on your period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Nail it. <laughs> is and then goes make, makes craft
3: beer. Yes, with
1: yeah. with the he, he cultures what's on his beard, and then that becomes
3: the yeast for. He's the,
4: going down on you, and then um, he comes up with his bloody beard and goes, "You know what? This reminds me of is like a nice amber ale."
3: <laughs> I'm getting notes of egg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> egg? Uh, okay. Egg. Tell us. Aren't more there about eggs in there? For
4: yeah, there's eggs in there.
3: Yeah, so I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a hint of egg. Where
4: the hell else am I supposed to keep my lunch? Uh, what was it like working for Jason Blum?
3: Pass. Next question.
4: <laughs> yeah. All
1: right, uh, but he's an interesting guy. Basically, he got really lucky when he purchased um, Paranormal Activity, and then it yes. made a zillion dollars. And then basically, he came up with this. Uh, this formula he
3: did not come up with it he borrowed roger corman's model which is make a lot of movies for very little money yeah and don't spend any money on extras no one no one talks other than your leads everyone gets paid favored nations so if you have a star they get back end points that is not a corman thing though i don't think that yeah he he advanced it a little bit but he he makes ten movies a year, and forty percent of them bomb, but the other sixty percent hit, and he makes a lot of money. Yeah, uh, like he's probably the most profitable producer alive on Earth. Yeah,
1: easily, and he um, he mm-hmm. also did Whiplash. He direct, He produced Whiplash, which is um, so he did. It's and not
4: on the edge of your seat movie. Yeah, not even being sarcastic this time.
1: Oh, it is a really tense movie. That's a yeah. good one. Uh, he direct, he produced this movie called The Boy Next Door that was yes. directed by uh, Rob Cohen who did uh, the first Fast and the Furious, mm. and which you know put him on the map as a multi million dollar whatever hundred million dollar uh, director, and then he had a, a huge bomb after that with uh, something about a, a stealth a stealth yes uh, which is about a an, an AI airplane that needs to be shot out of the sky by some hotshot pilots. So basically his career was in on the skids and he had this opportunity to produce, uh, to direct the boy next door. And basically everybody works for scale. And then J Lo was the star of it. And she would get a huge cut if it made any money. And the budget was just a few million dollars. And basically they made a cut of it. And, um, like Rob Cohen was like okay this this whole scene with the brake lines getting cut, it's not working because we don't get to see it. It we, would be great if we you know we could actually re- get a reshoot and do this part and then do a special effect with an eyeball on a pencil and or on a needle and Rob Cohen uh, not Rob Cohen, um Jason Blum was like, Oh, yeah, that'd be great, yeah, but we went through the budget. you had the budget, you went through it." We can't do it, and he doesn't care because he's got ten, nine other movies coming down the pipeline, and he knows that you know a few of them are going to make money back. So Rob Cohen was like, "Oh shit!" And so Rob Cohen had to go to a distributor and raise the extra whatever.
3: Three, it was three hundred thousand dollars off of a four million dollar budget.
1: Yeah, to to shoot those two extra scenes for like. You know, getting all pulling every favor he could to make that happen. Getting his Fast and the Furious friends to do the car chase scene. Oh, uh, Vin Diesel. Um, yeah, Vin Diesel was the the stunt driver in that, and that movie ended up making you know thirty five million dollars. More like fifty. Uh, oh, well, domestically it made thirty five million dollars. Um,
3: but my question is, if they had just released the movie without the reshoots, would it have made the same money? Like was it? Was there value in that extra three hundred thousand?
1: I think that there probably was, at least with the eyeball thing, because everybody in the audience goes ah, and that's what they remember from that horrible, shitty movie.
3: Right. The, no one liked the movie, so but I, it made fifty million dollars, like you said. So, I side with Jason Blum. Just don't spend the money. Who cares? Right. Well, but then
1: you make it somebody else's problem, and if they want to do it, you know, good for them. And in I think that both of them are vindicated in that, and it's—I don't know—it's a neat—it's um, a neat story. We both listened to the same podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> he also, Jason Blum, also produced Ouija, which stars a certain Bill Waterson as the, Ouija. Yeah,
4: Bill. Bill's in Ouija.
1: Yeah, he has one line in it. And oh, okay, I'm not. He watch says, it. Uh, "Can you take out that trash?" I think that's what he says. Um, it's not a very good movie, but it made enough to to spawn a sequel
3: yeah that's the jason blum seal is he doesn't make very good movies he just makes movies that have an audience
1: no the well aside from whiplash and get out is yeah he, get out this, was a good one
4: is this guy dead is that i don't remember why we're talking about him
1: oh because we're talking about roger corman who is dead No, nope, no, nope. he's super
3: old Who's dead? Who's dead? Jonathan, Who's Jonathan, Jonathan Demi, whose first oh, movie. Oh, who cares was, about him? He's been dead for like a day. Oh, Jesus. Who's, yeah. w- whose first movie was
1: produced by Roger Corman. And I thought it was interesting that <laughs> Roger Corman. Oh, I just got an eye roll and a scoff. Never mind. Um,
4: Maybe I was reacting to uh, my text messages.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll just do that. I yeah. was reacting to you. Oh, damn it! The Purge. I like The Purge. I
4: didn't.
1: Really? I like The Purge 2. I was, didn't see it. Oh, that was really good. I like that one better. Um, and he also produced Incarnate with.
4: John Puricello! Yes. So
1: we, we like Jason Blum because he gave three of the Murps money. I'm including you in that, uh, Steve.
3: Hello? Okay. Is that, yeah. Is that, okay. Hello?
4: Hello? Darkness.
1: Hello? Is this on? Um, we got an a tweet from Michael Binhock asking if we talked Video about Michael American Gods which, doesn't that take place in Texas?
4: American oh. Gods what is that?
1: It, it's a TV show that is on some Obscure
3: Stars, stars
1: the Z, which is written by Neil Gaiman who also wrote the Sandman comic books yes. and uh, he wrote Coraline the yes. story for, for that um, sure. And so it's a new series that is takes place in, it's, it's about American gods, I guess. Yes. Have you seen it?
3: Yes, I did. And Brian
1: Fuller is the creator who did Waterfalls yes. and Pushing Daisies, Hannibal. Um, yes. Dead Like Me, which was also had one that was, I think, um, directed by Kevin Smith. See, it all comes back to Kevin. Um <sighs> What what do you think of it?
3: I thought it was fantastic.
1: Is it still is it all through? Is it all done? No,
3: it's just one episode's oh. out.
1: Oh, oh, and it's fantastic. What what is the premise?
3: Ah, uh, it's I don't want to spoil things. I would just watch it. Okay, but that, I mean, it's that, not it's not what's going on is not explained. I mean, it's American Gods. It's about gods living among us now.
1: But then, do I have to like sign up for stars? God damn it.
3: Uh, uh as Neil Gaiman foolishly pointed out in some interview, you can wait eight weeks and then sign up for free on stars through Amazon and watch them all quickly and then cancel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're the guy that wrote the book. Executive producer. He's well, telling he the audience how to how to watch it for free.
1: But I think you'd rather have a um people watch it than not. Right? Because he doesn't yeah. probably doesn't make any money on the back end. Somebody told me to see their CISO show and, and said, like it's you can get thirty days free and just watch binge watch my show and then and then uh, quit it. I who? don't care. Um,
4: who do you know on CISO?
1: Cameron Esposito's wife?
4: Rhea Butcher? Rhea Butcher. You know her?
1: Well we were sat on the bench together. Um,
3: <laughs> I annoyed her at Echo Park yeah, Lake I, while I she was wrote on her, her headphones. Messages, uh, yeah on my notebook. You wrote
4: on your note what do you do?
3: Yeah. Um, are you are you
1: recurring on anything currently yes they got renewed for their second season Uh, i
4: heard that that was a good show
1: yeah that's what i heard too but i scott
4: ackerman produces it oh i like him
1: what does queer think about scott ackerman
4: (laughs) queer do you have anything to say about scott ackerman oh i love comedy bing bing um I figured. I love Scott Ackerman. Yeah, you, that's someone who can actually make a funny movie.
1: You like silly characters that come and invade podcasts with like wacky voices? I wouldn't say
4: that <laughs> because um, I don't have much experience with that. But I do like. Did you see the Michael Bolton's uh, big Valentine's Day special? I couldn't get through it. Are you kidding me? <sighs> what? Um, really, you couldn't get through it? No. Why? It was so funny.
1: Okay, I'll try. I'll give it another chance.
4: Make sure you stay um, to the scene after the credits because it's with <laughs> someone. If you've seen the scene after the credits, please tweet at Cassandra, not me, because I do not want my own Twitter account. <laughs> um. All right. Well, fine. Yeah. That's I like Scott Ackerman.
3: We're gonna dip into the mail sack mail sack
4: mail sack i get my hands that mail sack uh,
1: yeah, yeah that was great that was great
4: so do you not like you don't like um you don't like things that are funny or what
1: yeah I, i'm not really a fan of humor I, have you listened to my part of the podcast yeah okay
4: that was the one where I was telling everybody to just press that 15 second button a right, right, hundred right. times yeah, until, exactly. we st- until we start laughing. Um, I
3: sort of do the same thing with Mark Marin, his first 15 minutes oh, of
4: nonsense. Oh, like, yeah. You, that's unlistenable.
1: By the way, he's interviewing Roger Corman for his next podcast.
4: I, yeah. The Mark Marin's, the interviews are good sometimes, but like that first 15 minutes of like just. Folks! Blah blah, blah 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 blah. Okay, uh, what we the fuck is with the fuckians? Like, hi, I'm doing this, and uh, you know, glow's going well, and uh, blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Shut up, shut up. ah. Shut up. The only one I listened to was the one before the uh, Barack Obama episode because I was like, "How are you feeling?" But other than that, I just, just please stop. Pete Holmes does that too, I think. Oh. Pete Holmes' podcast is so fucking long.
1: He, the guy likes to talk, and it,
4: it's, it's again. I've heard like the Hassan Minaj episode see, is a great episode. I like listening to that podcast sometimes, but oh my, our podcast is fucking long.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. The, the when <laughs> please I listen, listen to, to it. When I listen to Mark Maron, I'm fast forwarding, fast forwarding, and then I hear his voice, and then I fast forward <laughs> and hear his voice, and then I realize that the, I'm I'm 20 minutes into the actual interview, yeah. but he's talking so much, I don't hear the other voice.
4: You know who does a good job is uh, Chris Hardwick because he will also talk about himself a lot, but he does it in a way that like, is, like, seems human rather than like um, just a comedian who likes to talk about themselves.
1: Uh, Jane read American Gods and says it's a great book, as are the sequels. And uh, Michael watched the first episode in, uh, on Amazon Prime. And uh, so I, it, I guess it's... Oh, and Evan read it as well, said, I haven't been that engaged in a book in a very long time. Loved it. And um, Darren said that he made a podcast about the boy next door called The Cast Next Door Clever, Mm. uh, talking about the film. Um, Our first email is from Steve Owens, who's in San Antonio, who has had a beer with uh, Steve Kruger. Is that correct?
3: Who? Steve Owens. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. He said in the 1990 hit song The Humpty Dance by the Digital Underground toward the end of the song the they tell hump. groups of people to do the Humpty Hump. They say black people do the Humpty Hump. White people do the Humpty Hump. Puerto Ricans do the Humpty Hump. Samoans do the Humpty Hump. They never say Asians do the Humpty Hump. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, it's because we can't do the Humpty Hump. That's the, the bottom line. Seems um, like Asians um, we need to we choose wa- their battles here. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely want to but we are physically un- incapable. We are, we're missing a piece of our spine. um, You're not allowed
4: to do the Humpty Hump. It's uh, it's
1: improper. It's improper too. But we burp... Very rude. (laughs) But we burp when other people do it um, because that's our way of expressing gratitude.
4: You burp? Yeah. Is that a thing?
1: No. It's just not frowned on. Do you slurp? Oh, I I slurp. You
4: you slurp when when the Humpty humpty Hump is good? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. It's polite. You're welcome. Um, You know, that reminds me of um, that Jump On It song which is hilarious because he names like there's like remixes that song where he names like every city in the whole fucking world Uh, yeah what's that song I love that dirty water Um, that's no that's the uh, anthem for Flint Michigan right now oh right yeah
1: no but then when they do that live they would just sing whatever San Francisco you're my home which is like really silly but it's an old classic rock song
4: I'm in my 20s
1: I know I know not sure, writes in, how do you respond to confrontation? I'm not sure. I'm Asian. I just, I just slurp.
4: If someone I, comes I, at you at a five... I slurp. Go at them at an 11, <laughs> and they'll probably leave you alone, because <laughs> they'll think that you're crazy. <laughs>
1: uh,
4: That's terrible advice, but also, I think, good advice. That's like, weird. if someone confronts you at a five, you go at them at 11, they'll leave you alone. Are we talking about confrontation with people you know?
1: It just says, with conf- how do you respond to confrontation? Steve, how do you interpret that? How do you respond to confrontation?
3: I avoid it at all costs. By um, the
4: way, we've been meaning to talk to you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's why we had you on this podcast. Beep, beep. What the fu- <laughs> like, oh, he's so. gone.
4: He hung up. Oh, damn, damn it. it. Oh. <laughs> boop, 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 boop.
3: That's kind of a broad question. I mean, there's so- there are different types of confrontation. <laughs>
4: It just depends on who you're, who's confronting you. If it's like yeah. an intervention, like obviously, like you know. Well, hi. I
3: think you have to think of
1: like, <clears throat> what is the what is the best possible outcome of confronting someone? Do you about deserve something? it? Do. Did
4: you do something wrong?
1: Oh, did I? Are you asking me?
4: I'm just asking questions. Just,
1: why? Why are you attack? Okay, I got
4: beep. Can I smoke in here?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I think that when you consider like the 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 best possible outcome of a confrontation, and if it if it's only going to be negative, if it's only going to be people with like blood and and broken teeth, then then that's totally worth avoiding.
3: Um, yeah, you should have an exit strategy. You should see five chess moves ahead. But that guy on the United flight, when the cops come in and say you need to get off the flight, ah, what? I don't think you have any moves left, right? Right. So,
4: I mean, you know. Right? right is that bad like I cause I like I get it like what happened was super fucked up but at the same time like just get off the fucking
3: plane yeah when cops tell you to do something you do may it. not like it but you should do it they can hit you
4: I I feel the, bad I well, feel bad I don't want to take the police officer's side cause I absolutely do not but I will say that not how I would have handled it
3: yeah yeah. Well, do you know the law as it pertains to you being on a plane? Like, I don't know FAA you, law. I don't know. Have you read know. all the tiny, tiny, tiny print on the? When they you, are in. When they're allowed click to do accept that. Except and print. Well, I don't again. know that.
4: Like then. They. But, yeah. I mean, they are. And again, he had patience. Why are we? Oh, we were talking about this guy. Yeah. But like, he had patience and he had to go. But like, there's a. You know, we could have communicated that without yeah. getting well. The punched. police were
1: wrong, and he definitely I don't think he he was very confrontational well, not
3: very but he was um, he was pretty agitated I guess I guess
4: I think I have no love for the it. police
3: but when they tell you to do something you should do it because they can apply force legally
4: yeah and and they will
3: yeah I mean and it, they they want to so. Fuck yeah
4: they want to that's why they became cops <laughs> in the first place
3: and yeah they, they didn't it. go to Yale
4: they didn't but go to Yale
3: the the
1: United was in the wrong there. They, you sh- it's like it's like the Rolling Stones bringing the Hells Angels to no. Run, put your fucking employees run, on a different flight to run security at Altamont. Of course, somebody's going to get killed. Oh, you know? the documentary. Yeah, <laughs> the documentary. Oh, it's also a real thing that happened too. You know,
4: and, oh, I and, thought it was a dramatic reenactment. Yeah, uh,
3: but if some if some old guy's yelling at me about my parking job and you know in some parking structure, I'll you know. I'll shove him down a flight of stairs. Yeah, okay. What's he going to do to you? you know? What are you going to do, old man? You just check for security cameras. If you're in the clear,
1: you just do a little uh, yeah. you know, showgirls like shove down the stairs.
4: Showgirls like shove. God, I feel like that movie's been coming up a lot lately in my life.
1: Sure do love that movie. never seen it. Oh, it's so good.
4: I don't need to see that much nudity.
1: Um, and yet, uh, Yari writes in and says, Hi, I'm visiting the Los Angeles area for E3 and i was wondering if the open door policy is still in place um the open door policy is still in place but i think i'm going to be on vacation that time how convenient i know because i'm looking at yari's little you know his picture and i'm like fuck no close the door he says he's he's been a long-time listener he's a great guy of course we want him here e3
4: he could give us some e3 hey
1: will you house it for me (laughs)
4: Can they fucking... Can, will this network send us to shit?
1: Yeah, they totally will. Just ask, just ask Kevin. Just tweet at Kevin and say, can I get a press pass?
4: <laughs> hey, Kevin, it's me. Hey. <laughs> I'm the you, one who uh, is a foster mother to a child who...
3: Has threatened to stab you.
4: <laughs> ...hates you.
3: <laughs> Lance Mountain will be at E3.
1: Okay, oh. y- Yari, you can meet up with Lance Mountain. Uh, Yari, we would love to have you. I will check my schedule and let you know... And by the way, the title of his email was No Need to Read This on Air. Um,
4: I was, uh, when you were reading it out loud, I was like, what the fuck is he doing this on air?
1: Yeah, that's, that's what most people say about when I'm reading things on at all. Mm-hmm. Why is Here, it really here's my
3: now? note to that, his email. Put that line at the top.
1: Oh, well, it's fine. It's fine. No, I, just I, I had read it earlier, it. and I just wanted to give Yari a shout out. You he, I did you screen the emails? I did. That's nice. A little bit. That's good. Uh, Dylan Jacobson writes in, Marty, gang, it's your longtime listener, recent contributor, comic book artist, D&D nerd, Dylan.
4: What up, Dylan? Woo, that's a mouthful. Thank you for the intro.
1: I'm going to give you an issue of my first comic, you know, Great. because it's shameless plugging. Um, the other day on the Kruger Will Jack You Off episode, I finally defined, uh, you finally defined nooner for me, which is sex in the daytime. Uh-huh. Um, here, I always thought it was a noon-hour a, a noon drink. No, that's, um, that's something else. That's,
4: that's a... a um,
1: well, we have the, the one that...
4: That's that 2, 2 p.m. feeling.
1: Yeah. The, the, or no, the, for some of us, the 12-10 uh, refresher. Mm. Um, I'm t- I
4: keep thinking of the word nightcap, and I know that's wrong. That's not sex, so that's definitely a drink.
1: Day drinking. So It's
4: called brunch batch.
1: Um, now I'll have to add sex to my lunchtime agenda. Enjoy the book. So the comic book it's is sensual. called... It's called, yes. Uh, it's called Champions. And it was funded partly through uh, Patreon. And um, it, yeah, it was crowdfunded. And it's a really cool comic. It's very dark and um, very well drawn. And, and uh, it's very cool. You it's, read it? I'm in the middle of it.
4: Will you email it to me?
1: I will email it to you. I can't wait to read you. it. Yeah, it's really, it's very cool. Thank and, you for sending it. And us. congratulations Thank for finishing that. And there's a nice little shout out to uh, Jay of Jay and Silent Bob in their uh, visual side thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's so hard to get things done and, you know, cause we all have these, well, no, it really is. I mean, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, we always have these plans of, uh, of doing stuff and to actually, uh, to, to actually finish something? Yeah. It's got to feel great, and I'm, I couldn't be more excited for you. So You've, Yeah. Uh, Wait, so he drew and wrote the comic book? He, he did both he duties? He drew and wrote it, and then somebody else did the coloring. And, ah. Um, wow. But, That's so, very talented. Yeah. Yeah. It's very well done. So uh, check it out. It's called Champions. Um, I don't know if there's a print version, but if you, um, you can find Dylan Jacobson on, um, on Twitter, and I'm sure he'll point you in the right direction for getting the comic. But it's pretty cool.
3: You know what I like about comic book artists as, in, in, as opposed to uh, comic stand-ups or actors or whatever? You, they, you don't have to go to their shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll read your thing. Oh, it's got a lot of pictures. It's like a pitch deck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just,
1: just. Except without the, the like pseudo-inspirational No, physiology. I'm at
3: UCB Franklin 11.30 on a Tuesday like, Oh my right. god, really? There's
4: no fucking uh, parking there
3: No parking
4: Hell to the nuts Seriously,
3: just, just do what Carter does And
1: just shoot your sketches And put them up on the YouTube
4: Are you saying so that to easier. me?
1: I'm saying that to you. I'm looking Have at you. Have you heard
4: my plugs for the last few months? You're talking about how, oh, it's great that he finished something. I'm like, yeah, it's great that he finished something.
1: Yeah, shut up, Dylan. Quit finish, bragging about it, Dylan.
4: shit. God damn it. Keep teasing this shit that I'm going to do. Jane. Teasing myself. Writes in. I'm just kidding. Stuff is coming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Morning, Merps. I know this is two weeks old, but I wanted to say something, since Marty basically disparaged my entire profession.
4: Oh, God, I feel some confrontation coming up.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. uh,
4: Beep, beep. beep. No, you can't hang up.
1: Uh, Just kidding, she says. I can agree that Intuit is not always a great company. My job sometimes entails correcting people's self-prepared returns through certain tax software or certain chain preparer services. Most CPAs are not out to make the tax code more complex. The people I work with would rather spend more time focusing on long-term business planning and client relations uh, than read how the IRS is trying to implement the new tax plan by uh, Congress. Side note, I got pretty ranty at the the Trump tax plan when it was released, but I digress. A lot of what makes the tax code hyper-complex is all the little (laughs) incentives, disincentives, and special deals that benefit certain people.
3: Are we really talking about taxes? We are.
1: We I, are. No, this, Did
4: I missed this episode?
1: You were not here. You were driving with your mom. As long as people um, keep pushing for their piece of the incentives, the tax code will continue to be complex, and my job will continue to be research and analysis of the changes in the, in the tax code. I, I totally understand that, and I'm just, I guess I'm saying that if it were simplified and if you acknowledge that we can't look out for everybody... Um, and but we can make it a simple tax code that's relatively fair then people and the government fill, pre-fills in your taxes then uh, a lot of people are going to just be like okay that's fine um, I, I'll just pay my taxes that way and that would simplify the whole tax system it would increase revenues and it would, it would probably be bad for the CPA industry which is uh, a shame Uh, On a different note, regarding last week's show, there's something I believe in that is probably not real. When I was little, and I will swear this this happened to the day I die, I saw what I called a shadow man. I was laying in bed with my bedroom door open uh, to the hallway, and in the hallway a man dressed in black whose face was covered in shadow walked past my door and into another room. I screamed. My dad came down the hallway from the opposite direction of where the shadow man went, and he calmed me down. I still have no idea what I saw. I sleep with my door closed now. Uh, but I know that I was not asleep when it happened. My mom works night- worked nights when I was little, so I know it was not her. I know it sounds r- ridiculous, but I still believe in what I saw. Um, hope you guys have a great week. Thank you, Jane. I, I totally believe that you, that you saw that. Like, I have no problem with that. I saw weird shit when I was a kid. But I guess I acknowledge that it's just never going to be explained. I don't explain it away as a ghost or something like that. Um, a g-
4: g- 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 ghost? A g- g- g-
1: ghost? I hallucinated once when I was a, a small child that Count Chocula and booberry were coming after me. And it was as real as anything I've ever seen. And and I, was, oh, I thought I was awake.
4: I can't say that you believe her and then... Compare it to a story of when you were hallucinating because you're well, basically that saying that she's hallucinating.
1: Okay. That's what I saw. So in my mind, that was as real as, as anything else. Okay. But I'm saying that because... Because
4: it was serial characters. It was serial characters. Like, that it's that likely you were guessing <laughs> that they weren't actually
1: haunting my house.
4: There's nothing scarier to me than the thought of hallucinating. Really? So yeah. I don't fuck with drugs that make you do that stuff. Why? I don't know, it's just really scary. I like to be in control. And when you start hallucinating, I have a feeling you feel a little out of control. Um, Get an anxiety attack just thinking about it. So
1: you're a big it. control person
3: then?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a control freak, if yeah. you will. Know? Okay. Yeah.
3: I knew you were half that. Um, Contro- but- I love to hallucinate. Really? Oh, it's so much fun.
4: Oh my gosh, I just don't. like. Even when people are like, oh, I'm on mushrooms and the walls are breathing, I'm like... Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, hell to the no.
1: Why is it so
3: attractive, Steve? Uh, it it shows you what your mind can do. And, and you know, it's like, I, I, isn't it marijuana it's technically a hallucinogenic, like a very mild one? I think it has it's hallucinogenic. Pre-
0: yeah, it's yeah, pretty Because
3: I have definitely gotten so high that I'm hallucinating. And I, I, have, I loved yeah. it. It's It's, you know, there's a movie going on, but it's in your head. Uh, fuck. I just, you know what? what <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I can
1: It really does feel like you're going, that you're insane because things that, you, yeah. that you're experiencing, you know are not there, but your body's experience or your mind is experiencing them as if they are.
4: It's a whole thing of like, um, when you're, if you're insane, like you don't think that you're insane, right. you know? And sometimes I wonder um, if... I'm insane <laughs> People, i will I'll just either deal with me or that I'm just dreaming all this right now. Um, is that true?
1: That's true. You are insane and you are dreaming.
4: Are you wearing a banana suit?
1: <laughs> I am wearing a banana suit.
4: The, uh, but I
1: feel like when I've hallucinated, like my fear is that it won't ever end and then yeah. I will end up being crazy. And so I'll have the initial... Uh, initial sort of thrill and of the novelty of seeing the walls breathe and then after like what seems like three years I'm just like okay this has got to end now.
4: It's like that scene in SLC Punk when that guy had all that acid in his pocket and he ran through the sprinklers and then it like fucked him up for the rest of his life because the acid went into his leg or i don't know his leg was it.
1: hallucinating like well
4: no business. he just he likes he absorbed it through his jeans because the sprinkler got it wet
1: was that matthew lillard is that who it happened to no
4: it was like one of the side characters jason siegel no not jason siegel oh. another
3: Til schweiger mm, no um, we know way too much about SLC Punk.
1: Well, somebody we just brought it up. Uh, oh, it was on Douglas movie and movies, and they were mentioning Jason Segel was
3: in it. Yeah, yeah he um, played
4: the uh, he played like the big the big guy who didn't look punk, but he was super fucking punk.
3: Oh wow! I have never seen a character in a movie like represent me at that age better than Jason Segel in that movie. Oh wow! Really? You and I think his character's name is Steve too. Mike. Yeah, Steve, and he. Um, Sorry, I didn't. I, uh, I'm, <laughs> and his middle name was Mike, is what I meant to say. And he sort of hangs Steve around Mike. with people with crazy hair, but he, he dresses very normal.
4: Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like yeah. the normal one, but he. But we are assured that he is definitely fucking punk because when the music starts, he throws down.
3: Yes. Nice. I just remember seeing that movie, and he, and he wears glasses, and he snaps at one point. Right? He smashes a bunch of cars. Yeah. You get drunk. So, oh, that was me at that age. That's you, exactly you, did what did I was like. Did you smash cars? I did some bad things.
1: Oh, come on, the statute of limitations is gone.
3: Is it- I picked up a rock and I threw it through a plate glass window of a like a snowboard store and stole them, you know, like right in the middle of the day in front of people. Oh, wow.
4: What? You, lo- you looted up a, rock a snowboard and, store?
3: <laughs> and, you know, like a like a snowboard store. Like a yeah, yeah. skateboard snowboard. And I chucked it through a plate glass window and I, grabbed a bunch of snowboards.
4: And got away with it. it?
3: Yeah, I ran. And did you what use... What a
4: fucking, you, like...
3: Thug. You're like, a thug.
4: It, like, what? <laughs> it's like...
3: You fucking asked. What do you want from me? I, no, no, I, no. I,
4: I'm just like trying to think of, like... It's so... It's so beautifully uh, white thug of, like... Like oh I looted a snow I looted, I looted I looted that fucking Burton shop down yeah
3: <laughs> down and, and on Abbey South- Kenny but I wanted a snowboard so I and then I got one <laughs> but you, did you get multiple of them
1: yeah we took a bunch oh it was a, it we- was you or were we with it was a group effort it was Heist. me and one other
3: guy oh and did did, you,
4: was this plan? did you go we're gonna go down there we're gonna throw yeah whose off.
3: plan was it I think we were day drinking and I think the plan was oh look at all those snowboards. And the store was closed, and we said, "Look at that rock!" and let's throw the rock and steal them. So we did. And did you feel any regret ever? Um, No, not really.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just pieces of wood.
3: I didn't hurt anybody. It was a Mm -hmm. dumb, angry white punk thing to do. Did anyone
4: see you do it?
3: Yes, they like there was like a restaurant next door. People came out because their alarms went off, and when you break a plate glass window, it makes a lot of noise.
4: God, that's fucking gnarly. I that's I that thought would never cross my mind.
3: And we were running across a busy street, and cars were screeching to a halt and honking at us. And we just took off, and you know. Just think, if you had gotten
1: caught, how much how different your life would be right now? Nah, eh,
3: probably be the same. I I know what I did was wrong, but I I, I just, know, but but having if you I had don't hear to go remorse the, in your voice. If you had to go through the well, justice I system. I didn't. I'm not Marky Mark. I didn't blind a Vietnamese guy because I'm racist. Did I,
4: Mark Wahlberg do that?
3: Yeah, he blinded a Vietnamese just guy called eye, him just in one eye. Birth. What? Yeah. I know, but for an it's Asian guy, you need both eyes. It's, oh. we, we have, you're, you're
1: it's, it's tough cu- enough. Already- yeah, we're at a, at a disadvantage.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you're basically at one and a quarter we're eyes. With
1: right. two, kind of like so. a cyclops. Okay, we've, we've, a cyclops we, with two eyes. We, <laughs> <laughs> we know it's an episode when we hit some really good, juicy racism. So. I don't
4: feel good about it if it matters. <laughs> 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 I don't feel right, good about so comparing Asian people to cyclopses. Go, I just want go to put g- that out there.
1: Give your plugs. What do you have to plug?
4: Dude, fuck Wait, off! Come on, just, um,
1: just like just it it the screen's there. You know it's all outlined. Just just write write it.
4: I it's done.
1: Okay, well then plug it.
4: I don't know. I'll Probably do fucking Indiegogo or some shit. I'm trying to get funding right now. All right, it's just someone Venmo me money. That's my plug. Okay, Venmo a me a lot of money okay. so I can make it. Well, you got to
1: build that
3: page then. Steve, what, what page? about you? You know what a Hiroshima oven mitt is? It's a Japanese sexual fetish in which a woman gets fisted both vaginally and anally. And usually there is no sexual climax involved. But there's lots of clapping.
4: I don't think there's been sexual climax for the women in any of these scenarios. <laughs> I think, the red beard, the I think red- that
3: you need some female centric sexual idioms.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna I'll start thinking of those.
3: Yeah. You go you go out on a date with a guy and he buys you a nice dinner and then you ghost him. Yeah. Okay. cool. And
4: that's called the perfect day.
3: It's <laughs> called Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> the do perfect ever, day.
4: Do, do you ever hear about this perfect day? It's uh where some guy who works out and takes care of himself and has a job, buys you dinner, goes down on you and then leaves. It's and awesome. Leaves.
1: That
3: sounds... And
4: then he fucking leaves. Uh get I like that out one.
3: you don't have to do that he just got he's he,
4: just yeah, got, he kills that him.
3: spider in the bathroom that i'm really afraid of <laughs> and uh, he fixes the door that doesn't close properly and then he eats me out and goes home
4: yeah. uh, and then he parks my car better for me because i'm bad at it
3: <laughs> he put he puts more air in the tires because i don't know how to do it i don't know what psi is. Yeah. he tells me and, what
4: the light is but he doesn't get into too big, too much detail because it's boring to hear about steve what do you have to plug <laughs> Uh, uh, at, on, uh, I am uh, in, at
3: Steven Kruger on Twitter and nothing going on with the, uh, with please don't plug Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. <laughs> uh, I'm taking, we're, we're on uh it's a dark week, uh, uh-huh. Alex uh, Jones. So I'm, I'm working on my sexual idiom dictionary and, um, listening to podcasts
1: Well, this afternoon. I'm going to be doing a five and a half hour monologue. Um, everyone's invited, but it's in my car. I'll be heading up to the, uh, the headquarters of Schmoogle. Mm. and um, so, but everyone's invited. Um, I'm not going to. It's it's really ephemeral, so I'm not recording it. But I will be talking like a madman for five and a half hours. Uh, if, you, if anybody wants to attend, uh, just hop in the fit, and we'll um, we'll have a, a great show.
3: Why do you have to go up there?
1: Um,
4: Why aren't they paying for your flight?
1: Oh uh, well, because I'm just a, a contractor.
4: So you're not an employee?
1: No. Uh, that's how they...
4: You don't have a job? Shut up. <laughs>
1: all right, guys. Uh,
4: Wait, I have another one. Oh, okay. go The loaf.
1: Go on. Do you know what the loaf no, is? No, I do not.
4: Uh, it's when um, a guy comes over and goes down on you, and then...
1: Um, a lot of it, oral sex in these yeah. women ones. Well,
4: the women have to climax in these. Um, and um, then you guys cuddle all day, but he doesn't get sweaty. <laughs> it's called the. Low there's got to be one where he's going thing.
3: down on you while you're watching Law and Order. Like there's got to be some intersection of those two ideas. Yeah.
4: And he matches his tongue to the bum bum, bum bum, because he's funny and we love funny guys.
3: And on. he does the bum bum into your vagina. All right, yeah, guys, That's the best part. Here's
1: the task for the week. Come up with your female-oriented um, sexual maneuver. Please <laughs> And send it in. Make sure it's titled well. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And we're also at noonerpodcast.com. Tell Thank your you friends. Guys.
4: Review us nicely on iTunes. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Darren and Tyson, for doing Make the Tumblr. It. Thank you guys for tweeting in. And we will see you next Tuesday.
4: Goodbye, everybody. Tip that fuck. Time to tip that fuck. If that fuck,
0: time to the pit stops, that that time to that's it, fuck, it, that's it, that's it,